sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Oh, number one here with Speedy and Stretch Armstrong. Boy, we've uh, we've just been hanging out here at the broadcast plaza for weeks now. Just the three of us. I mean, we got it kind of like we like it. Uh, and the rest of the guys are in various home studios. So that'll be Helmsy, the real Greg Burgess, Eddie Van Adler. And uh, welcome back for a brand new hour from the broadcast closet. Uh, Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for joining us and hanging with us through what is uh, soon to be our first pandemic, but we are weathering it together. Yes. uh, In the back of my mind, I hear the stick song first time. Uh, So, (laughs) all right. So, you know, quarantine life is, is, is a weird life. And, uh, and as we've said, uh, we're, we're all in the same storm, but we're on completely different boats and we certainly understand that. But and, and all of us have had to live in a in a different way as far as our, our personal lives and, and a lot of times with our work life or whatever the case may be. Everything's different, and it's not like it should be. So um, we knew this was going to happen, you know, because I know some of the women have been concerned uh, much more than, than men are about weight gain uh, in inside of, of quarantine and all this. And, you know, then it didn't take long before mom will normally declare – this is going in a much healthier direction, and I mean now, okay? Uh-huh. You know, they're always the first ones to say it. We normally don't. And, <laughs> and so, um, so anyway, Sherry decided she was going her own way. I, look, I'm about, I got to, I got it. We're going to, I'm going to start doing this and this. I'm, I'm not going to put weight on during this. I'm going to drop, I'm going to do all this. And, you know, then she gets on some diet thing going, well, Brody and I, the young Broderick, we decided we would not participate. We were like, look, we, we, we do best we can. I got we got the exercise going, whatever. We certainly are eating healthier overall, but we're not going to the degree you're going. Okay, so you know you kind of take it's kind of like living in Cuba. You kind of take whatever's on the shelf when you go, and so we're going to do spiral dogs periodically in our home because we love them, uh-huh. and um, and the videos out there, and I'm getting pictures of spiral dogs all over the all country, over, and it's yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I'll go by, and young Broderick said, hey, Dad, what do you think about spiral dogs? And I said, I'll tell you what I think about those. I think about a yes. <laughs> and so I go, and I realize, and this was going to be a big moment for my Jewish brothers and sisters. The only weenies that were available the last time we you know, dared to go out into the very dangerous grocery store, um, and uh, that was Hebrew Nationals. Oh. Now, mm-hmm. I love Hebrew Nationals. Uh, I, you know, There's a certain you know, comfort that they're kosher. Um, would like to see that process. I bet it's a dandy, but, uh, but I thought to myself, I'm going to be able to deliver to our Jewish brothers and sisters. Let me tell you how the Hebrew nationals responded to the spiral dog format. And I'm, I'm getting kind of excited about it. Uh, Brody and I are saying Shalom to each other and, and, you know, we're getting kind of pumped and, and so, um, peace be with you too. And, and so, um, so I'm, I'm sitting there and Sherry's working on something and, you know, I, she's got her stuff getting ready to go and, I see her cooking up dinner like that, and I said, yeah, I'm going to hit the spiral dogs for me and young Broderick. She said, okay. I said, let me get out there and get the grill going. And I look out. Oh. You know, we had storms go through, and you heard that during the show yesterday. And I know for a lot of you on the on the radio network, y'all lost the show right at the end, and I apologize yeah. for yeah. that. But YouTube, y'all stayed alive and, and got, got us to the end. We lost uh, Greg, and, and then we lost Helms, and then we lost the whole thing. And mm-hmm. so anyway, and a lot of this was tied to straight line winds, which, you know, straight line winds, they don't get the hype they should, but they'll do some damage. 
and uh, and went you know and I, so I'm going home and I noticed on the way home I saw some trees down and all that but we never lost power of course uh, we found out that we had uh, a hit to the internet service which uh-huh. was a big handle for young Broderick who was in the middle of a project for his work and he couldn't get the mm. a video to upload which was terrifying that hurts so that he, hurts so he had a great attitude and uh, so. I said, well, I'm going to turn it around with spiral dogs. And yeah. I could see his little face kind of lighten up a little bit. Something to look forward <laughs> to. Yeah, something to look forward to. Well, I look out, and I will say that this – y'all remember years ago when I had to repra- replace the greatest grill I've ever had. And I it was, do it, remember And it was that. very emotional for me. <laughs> and, and just to be straight up, the grill that we got is okay, but it's never lived up to, to, to its predecessor. It's just not as good a grill. And, uh, and, and it's getting where it's rusting in the bottom and the bottom's falling out of it. Down there, where you know the, where you would put the uh, propane tank, uh-huh. if you did that format, we don't. See, we're straight line. We're straight line to the natural gas. Mm. I've always got gas, so uh, which I love. <laughs> so does Greg. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but underneath, I've noticed the doors won't shut anymore. The two doors, oh, you know, underneath, yeah. they won't Warped, shut. Yeah. Why won't they shut? They're all. It's some. That, I will tell you this: the grilling part of this of this grill. Has worked great, but the the accessory part, the bottom, all that is cheap. It, it must have been made. I don't know where it's. It, it, go, the, ahead, go ahead and say it. Hey, look, the battle axe that I had before, that son of a gun was was solid from top to bottom. Now what? what it was, was like so a tank. Was it? It was, was like it a the tank. burner or was it the casing on it? It's the casing on it. The casing on it. It must have been made in China. It's probably got Wuhan on it. And there it is. But anyway, <laughs> so, I mean, it's cheap and it's it's rust. The whole bottom's rusted out, and there's rust laying on the deck, which Sherry hates and. If I move it, you can see the rust underneath it, and so the doors won't shut. So I look out, but the doors are still metal, sort of. They're, you know, they're not heavy, heavy, but they're heavy enough you wouldn't want wind to take one and throw it at you. You know what <laughs> right. I'm saying? All right. So apparently that happened. I looked out and I said, "Hey, one of my doors is gone, and, and gone, gone." And I look because you know they were open; they won't shut. So the wind starts blowing them, but they start flapping. <laughs> so one of them completely comes off, broken, and plows into the gas connection. Coming up through the deck where you where you know where you where you connect to the gas, uh-huh. and right. I, and my first reaction was oh no, if the wind took something of that weight and threw it at my gas connection, this could be dangerous. So I go over and I and I take the the, the doorway and Sherry, God love her, can you try to see if you can put it back on? Mm. Hey baby, this door's gone. The, the wind just took it and threw it at the, threw it at the deck. Okay, it's it's broken. The hinges are off. The terrible, horrible, rusted, cheap hinges are gone. So I, I go over and I just take the door and say it's done. She goes, "You mean to tell me we're gonna have a deck with half the door gone?" I said, "We don't." I mean, a, 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 a grill on the deck. I said, "She goes, eyesore." I said, "Well, I know it's an eyesore, baby, but there's nothing I can do about it right now. But I'm gonna get these Hebrew Nationals going because I've never cooked Hebrew Nationals in spiral form, and I'm gonna get that going." So I go over, Bubba, and I turn the knob to the side for the oh. for the light, and I mean nothing, nothing, mm. and I'm like, mm. and then I. You ever had a weird moment where you wanted to smell gas? Meaning, because yeah. if I yeah. got gas, yeah. I just drop a match in there. You, you have the electronic starter where you hear it going click, 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 click. Yeah. 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 Do you have your apron on the whole time? No, were, I don't okay. have it on yet because I'm we're not in business yet. Okay. I'm just trying to get the right. grill rolling. I, I was trying to picture what we're, you were not in, We're not in business yet. Uh-huh. This is the preheat. So I go over. I'm about to get my scrubber out and scrub it and all that. So I go over and I start keeping around. Y'all know how handy I can be. I honestly can't find anything wrong. You did get on a lighter the other day. But, but you did hear the lighter <laughs> trying to light? Uh, no, I didn't hear anything. So I thought, hoping back to this, well, the lighter has just had so much rain and so much water because those yeah. lighters will go out. Yeah, they'll, they'll, get, they'll get batteries yeah. get corroded. Yeah, and I thought, well, that, that's all it is. Please yeah. let me smell gas, and I'll just drop a match in there, you know, and get that. <laughs> so 
so nothing. I don't smell any gas. I said, we ain't, we're not getting gas to it. This, this thing is not getting gas. Hey, we got a big problem. We, this, we got a big problem. So then, Poor Brody. then, then Sherry says, well, look, I'll just boil those weenies. I said, boil them. I said, my goodness, uh, what, what, we going to the Little League game? And, 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 and Martha, who, 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 whose kid plays on the team, who's got, got a concession stand duty tonight, is going to serve our hot dogs? Are you kidding me? Uh, we, <laughs> in that big old pot. In that yeah, big old pot. You, you got to be kidding me. What are we doing? I said, we're not boiling. She goes, well, it's either that or no hot dogs. So, uh, so I, I, I go down to, to, to young Broderick. I said, I have some really rough news. And he says, he says, what? And I said, um, you're going to have to eat a boiled weenie. For, for dinner, I, I, the, the storm How is can it be? the storm How is. Can it be? He said, "Bold, what is a bold Winnie?" I said, "Exactly." And I said, "I tried to raise you up that you never had to know." I said, "I tried to say when we were kids, we would look and they'd be like pink coloring in water, uh, and them old pink weenies be floating in a big old uh, thing of, of boiling water." I said, "I didn't want you to. I wanted you to live your life that every time you bit into a home cooked hot dog, it was a spiral dog." I said, "In all fairness, you have eaten bold hot dogs. You just didn't know it. It was at ball games." Yeah, mm-hmm. And I said, "But you didn't know it." And I said, but in this house, I've never served you a boiled hot dog. And I hate to tell you, I have failed you as a father. And I said, straight line winds are going to produce a boiled hot dog in here tonight. We'll never know what a Hebrew <laughs> national would have tasted like in spiral dog form. So mm. when we come back, I'll, I'll tell you what, what happened. It was, uh, it, was a, it was a bit of an embarrassing moment. But have you ever like gone to the point where you're like, I'll take this embarrassment because my embarrassment has been defeated by the peace that me figuring it out has actually brought. Okay. Now there's a guy who works for the gas company, you know, with his with his with his surgeon mask on and his gloves and his and all the stuff all over him that had to come out there and look at it. Now he don't feel he doesn't feel the same way. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. 21 minutes past the hour. So life in quarantine, straight line wins, I thought had taken out the grill. So when, when, when I went out and it would not work after you know one of the doors on the front of the grill were ripped off by straight line winds, and then thrown by those straight line winds into the natural gas connection, you know, that comes up through the deck to the back of the grill. Um, and so now that grill looks great, but I, now I'm in this dilemma of, is it a gas situation? Uh, you know, is, and I don't smell any gas or is it a grill situation? Is the grill done, but the gas fine. And so, you know, those are two different things. You know, you start thinking, how do you buy a grill during during the pandemic? Is it is it is a place that sells grills essential? <laughs> you know, you you start getting into all this essential and non essential, yeah. and and Worries, uh, it's worrisome, isn't it? Yeah, because I mean, life at our house without a grill is incredibly impactful. So, um, by the way, these some are pe- things that matter. Really. Yeah, some people are saying I should have gone with a skillet. Uh, you know, I look. The kid needs to know to watch his mama make bold weenies one time in his life. And and I was excited because I like a Hebrew national. They make a good dog. Uh-huh. I wanted to know how it would perform in spiral form, but th- we don't know now. Uh-huh. Uh, Rick, because- I- I'm going to ask a stupid question yep. here. Uh, when it comes to Hebrew national, and I've had their hot dogs before. Yeah. Uh, I know at Disney World because the line was a lot longer. You and I did that together. Form. Remember that? Yeah, we did that together. Yep. 
are, are they, is it no pork and has it been uh, prayed over? Is that what makes it kosher? Correct. Now we do know this. It certainly has no pork, uh, right. uh, but there is a process where the rabbis go in where yeah. they're made and, and they, they make them kosher. Uh, and they maybe, bless them. Uh, yeah, I don't know the process. I certainly don't. Uh, but it's a what good. What if that is on your route? I mean, what, you know, I guess all the rabbis have various duties. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what if the plant that makes that's in your district and that's your job? Well, because this, wow. well, I'll tell you, if that is your job, here's how it goes uh, when the rabbi gets home. Honey, how was your day? Well, I had to go bless some weenies. Right. Okay. So that that's how that goes. Well, I look, I, I've said grace over a lot of hot dogs. I have too. too. So. Mm-hmm. so anyway, so we 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 realize. I, so then I get I'm into. I'm thankful. Hey, I'm thankful for hot dogs. Well, me too, very much. And uh, and the Hebrew National is a good dog. I've never spiraled it, but I want to know. I've eaten it though at a lot of places where yeah, they. Have I'm it. anxious to know how that went. So anyway, uh, didn't get to do it because the grill shuts down. Dinner and then so now I realize: Do I qualify to call the gas company? Do I have a problem? Now, to me, it's an emergency, but then they don't really offer on the different choices when you call. They don't really offer, I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Because you either are thrown into the manager account Uh or you're thrown into emergency. They don't really offer something in between. You know, I have a leak. There's not a. I think I have a leak. Yeah, right? I don't. I don't really know. My grill's not working. That I couldn't get that. <laughs> right. So I actually ended up going. It says if you have an emergency, there's a gas leak, or you've lost service. Mm. Now, did the whole house I think that qualify? Did the whole house not have service? It, no. It, it it did not that we could tell because mm-hmm. we we went to the uh, uh, you know we got we got a lot of gas we get we get we're a combo mm-hmm. but our our stovetop is gas and. It was working. So it was something to do with that connector. And I thought to myself, when I actually got the person on the line, they said, no, no, that could be dangerous. Right. You don't know. Mm-hmm. It you stopped know? working for some reason. Yeah. You don't know. Your gas you line might have been cracked by that by that blunt you know, object. Uh, so, yes, you're doing the right thing. Okay. okay. Of course, then my first thought was, because I want to find out how Hebrew National will do in spiral form, how long are we thinking? And she goes, "Sir, sir, sir, we're 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 just we're just going to say today." Okay, okay, okay. All right. Well, keep going the water, honey. Dog on that. So so we had to do bull. And the and the bold Hebrew National was a fine dog. There was nothing, you know, about it that was horrible. Uh, it was so funny. Young Broderick says, "Dad, this is like this is a concession stand hot dog." I said, "Yeah, that's what I was trying to tell you. You've had bold hot dogs before." So so anyway, um, it's not a spiral, son. It doesn't. It's not trying to be a spiral. It didn't claim to be a spiral. <laughs> so finally, the guy gets there. Of course, you know now you have to do the thing where he's fully he's fully in mask and mm-hmm. he wants to know if anybody's had the coronavirus. No, nobody's had the coronavirus. And I said, "Hey, have you ever had the coronavirus? No, anybody in your family got the coronavirus? Yeah. No. All right, so stay six feet away. We're going to the deck anyway. We're going to stay outside. So here we go." Mm-hmm. So we get out there, and I explain to him, you know, what, what's happened. And he goes over, and I'm not exaggerating, in probably 25 seconds, he walks over to the connector and pushes it down, and I hear it click, and he goes, that ought to do it. And then I go over to the uh, – Did he do it in the mask like that ought to do it? Yeah, he had his mask up. Uh-huh. He goes over, and he goes, bends down. That'll do it. And he, That'll goes, do it. And he goes, that ought to do it. And so I go over, and I turn my grill, and he goes, and it, and it comes right up. He goes, yeah. I guess it got hit so hard the bubble, you know, the the connection uh-huh. had yeah, popped up, had, had come up. But I did, Rick Burgess. But I I try. I, if it's not if it's not plugged in, the right. the part you're going into seals off. Are you okay, yeah. Greg? Greg, I, I mean, but guys, I, Greg, I, I used to get calls like that all the time. That old lady whose nightlight was out, and she thought the whole house was off. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> but but what I'm talking about is, I went over. And I was. I just want y'all to be honest. I was yeah. I, when I'm dealing with gas. I was cautious. I went right. over. 
and I looked at it, and I didn't see any cracks. I didn't smell any gas. I actually moved it around a couple times, and but I never went to the connector and pushed down. You know, you can't I, be too safe. Yeah, I, I, I went over and messed with it, but I didn't push it down. I even went on out to where the gas meter is. I don't know what I thought I was doing there, <laughs> and uh, and and I and I and I looked and saw that the that you know it, you know it, that open close open close and I and it was open. I figured that out. And, uh, and let I, me ask you this and be honest for just a minute. Did you think, hey, did I pay my bill? I did. I did. Matter of fact, I, when it said manage your account, I said let's look, let's go over and check into that in a minute. But yeah, I remember paying it. I remember let's paying it. Yeah, and and it, gave, and it had me at zero that I was current. But uh, no. Uh, so so you're saying maybe twenty five seconds? I may be. 25 uh, seconds, like the whole five. time, like maybe uh, we we're probably a minute counting the time we just that, that he came to the front door. I, I mean, oh, really? yeah, I mean, but but I I want to say something, but I don't think I should. But anyway, well then don't. He wasn't do. he wasn't upset about it as I thought he might be. I'm like, yeah, I, 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 I got you. Yeah, I okay. You. Oh no, I, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I was kind of like, I said, man, it's I, still a service call. And he has a window of time for that, and the fact it was fixed quick, good for him. Yeah, and he got his eight. And Bubba, let me give you the prize. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, man, I'm so sorry. I said, I, I just, I said, I didn't know to push down on it and see if it had because I didn't know that if something hit it, it would. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know how it has the little bubble, and then you push the bubble, and it goes click. Yeah. Well, it had come out, and now the bubble better was back, to be safe. Was back better above the ring. But you knew it had hit the line, but you didn't think that maybe let's see if the connection's still good. Well, I, honestly, Greg, in all fairness, I don't even know how it's connected. I, I, I mean, I looked down and I saw it, and I moved it back and forth a few times, and then I went to see if I could see a crack in it, uh, but I didn't. I it looked like it was connected. Now should well, I, I? I can see that. Now he, he he took more time putting his mask and gloves on than he did anything he by, did there. By far, yeah, <laughs> by far. Did he, did he ask for a spiral dog if you could make one real quick? <laughs> he said, uh, "Been watching your videos. This where you did spiral dog." And I was like, uh, "Yeah, that's where it happens, right there." See, and that's the worst part of the story, Rick. You could have had spiral. Yep, I know. Yep, I sure could have. So, you, did you save like any weenies for the spiral option? There's two finished? packs of Hebrew Nationals. Okay, so I, I will now know. Probably over the weekend, I'll try it again. <laughs> But, uh, but now, you know what's next, don't you, Bubba? Because we're all married. Uh, Rick, that's an eyesore. That's an eyesore out there. That looks terrible. So I've got a green light to get a new grill now. Oh, boy. Now, I don't, that'll have to be post-pandemic. I'm sure you can't do it now. But we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. Eight six six. We be big is our toll-free number. SimplySafeBubba.com. Have you seen the Simply Safe system? Right now, you can get a risk-free sixty-day money-back trial and free shipping if you go to SimplySafeBubba.com. You install these yourself in less than an hour. It's got uh, immediate immediate uh, video verification, uh, so that helps uh, law enforcement to get. Uh, to your uh, property quicker because they can verify that it really is a break-in. You can customize them, um, and uh, you're not locked into these long-term contracts and hidden fees and anything like like that. About 50 cents a day, they monitor you without any contract or long-term commitment. SimplySafeBubba.com, or there's a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. Um, all right, so um, we, we have, um, we've got some calls coming up. We'll get to those in a minute, but do y'all want to talk a little bit virtual NFL draft last night? That um, that that was uh, an experience. It felt strange. It, <laughs> it was it was odd. 
the booing of the commish still on me, sort of. That's uh, funny the way they did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now let's talk about this. The old commish. Now he he doesn't exactly light a fire under you, does he? Uh, that um, I, the, the, I, I thought of one that would even be funnier than what I texted you guys last night. I, I and, and look, we all love our friend Gary Palmer, but he's a little dry. You know, Rick. no. But Gary Mike, he talks about it himself. He he openly talks about the fact that, he's, that he's a little drunk. Gary talks little. about it himself. I know, but we're on air. But when I well, Gary's talked about it on the air. Remember, we talked about his beard, and he said he was trying to give himself a little edge and all that. <laughs> You're talking about Mr. Excitement. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. And and uh, and I texted the guys last night, and I think this might have been better. I text last night. The commish uh, makes Gary Palmer look like Bobby Knight. But what I thought about <laughs> would it have been funnier if I'd have said the the commish makes our friend Gary Palmer look like PJ Fleck. <laughs> that would be good. See, I got a bigger laugh out of both. I, 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 yeah. I think that may be better. <laughs> yeah, I looked at it and I thought, ah, I should have gone with PJ Fleck. But, but anyway, I, I still made the point. Yeah. Boy, what a dry chip he is. Uh, boy, he's a. He's a, he's a you get him in the basement of his home, he's really dry. Boy, I'm telling you. A little sleepy, uh, too. So, um, you know, I think they did the best job they could do with it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and as Speedy, I thought about you a lot. <laughs> and and it was bothering Sherry because I got Sherry to watch. All we did was watch the first seven picks, and then we bailed. But but because I was trying to say this is unprecedented. Let's see how they do it. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And uh, I, I felt bad for Speedy because, and it wasn't this way with all the different panels. Now, I heard from you guys in the kickoff hour. I didn't know that each channel had its own panel. Yeah, and I didn't either. I got mad because ABC, in my opinion, it, I, I like theirs. Well, see, I was on ESPN, and they combined ESPN with the NFL yes, channel. Yes, Uh So I had to deal with Can, Bo- can Booger, I tell you what are, I was hoping for last night? You know how we've heard about people hacking in on Zoom and all oh, that yes, kind of stuff? Yes. I was hoping that they were going to announce a draft pick. You know, the Cincinnati Bengals oh, yeah. have taken draft choice number one and somebody would have cut in with like just a big butt shot right on TV. Oh, oh there it is. Great. When they had the but fans. I, it came off pretty well from what I could tell when, you. When you had the fans up there, Bubba, I thought the potential for that was huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but but anyway, and I kept looking for it the best I could. Of course, you can't see them because it's just little tiny squares. But, <laughs> but, but the uh, of course, when they were booing in the squares, that owned me. But, yeah. uh, How about when he would show them the pick on the back of the card before he would announce it and they'd all be going yeah. nuts? But here's the thing that I know was tough on Speedy. And I don't know why this is, Bubba. You can speak to it. You're you're the tech head here. So for some people, they're even on location, they hear the question in real time. For right. others, it's it's a delay. So they sit there like how, like Adler did the other day perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 And and now the question has been asked, and all we hear is them doing that. <laughs> and and then Sherry wanted, you know, because Sherry, when she comes into the sports world. She wants to know the things that will one day be made into a movie. She wants the storylines. She wants the emotion of right. it. Like she at first said, I have no interest in this at all. And when they showed like young men of the past crying when they just went from dire poverty to making right. money, and that, that storyline got to her. I said, are you crying? She goes, maybe a little bit. That, and, that and is it, good, by the way. But, I, I like seeing that too. But anyway, so but here's the problem. We're accustomed to the way things should be and the way they were, of immediate elation that they got picked by a team and their family and their loved ones, right. it's immediate elation. Well, last night, I don't know what was happening because I even looked at some of the TVs and some of the places, and what they were watching was behind yeah. what we were seeing. So you, they would do this big announcement and a bunch of people booing Kamish or whatever, and he'd turn right. around and they'd go to the person's house and nobody's doing anything. Yeah, They, right. they, would, they right. would just all be sitting there like they hadn't heard yet. And, yeah, there and, was a little delay. Yeah, and yeah. so that that really was awkward to me and felt weird. Now, let me be clear. 
what they did was amazing in the situation. Yeah, that they the were fact in. they pulled it off at yeah. all. I, but I, there wasn't a major technical snafu, was there? I didn't see one, but I may have missed just it. Just the delay. The delays made I, it weird. You yeah. you didn't have the elation that you get from the fans. You, you can put the fans on squares all you want to. We can barely hear them, you know. And the commission standing there awkwardly in his place, looking at them, and you know, and then he awkwardly turns around because the rooms are quiet. You don't, you know, we we know it. We're we're experiencing you guys in your home studios. You know exactly what we're talking about. You don't have the environment. You don't have yeah, the energy, right. chemistry. You know, and, and like last night, I thought it was weird when they're coming in on the, you know, the drone shot, and and normally they would be coming in over a big crowd of people in this right. big building oh, with all yeah, the, empty. and then yeah. we don't even understand what building they're showing us. <laughs> and there's a couple of like blue or purple lights shining on one of the walls, and you're like, what is this building? I don't even know what this building is. <laughs> and uh, and that was on the ESPN NFL channel thing. They would, I guess, they were showing us the building in Connecticut. Uh, mm-hmm. Where ESPN, yeah. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. what it was, but yeah. you know, can you give me a logo? Get, give me something. Yeah, uh, and uh, well, I didn't know JC, my middle one, had secondhand embarrassment, but he he has a no, just genetic. a touch of it, just genetic. And um, when I was over at ESPN before I went to ABC, uh, you know they, you know, like Greg said, they got to have an analyst now. And I think there oh, was so goodness. there was so many boxes. I want to say there uh-huh. was eight boxes of people. We don't and, need that. And and mm. and the, a question was asked, and nobody could, nobody knew who the question was going to. Uh-huh. So they all just mm-hmm. sat there, oh, yeah. and they didn't say anything. And it was like five seconds of nothing. Yeah. And they went, well, "Okay, we'll be right back." And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and JC was saying, well, "Well, that's awkward." Yeah. Well, th- yeah. He's got it. <laughs> and then the other thing, just like Tua Tungavaloa. Yeah. Undoubtedly, he had something really cool in this jacket. He probably been waiting this day for. We couldn't see what it was. Yeah. I mean, he keeps holding his, his family. He keeps what? holding his jacket yeah. out. I can't see what the pictures are. I, 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 <laughs> You can't really make out what he's doing, and you know, and, and and then for some reason they would put headphones on, then take them back off, then answer the phone. Mm-hmm. All that part was just really seven picks was all I could do. I uh-huh. mean, it, it wasn't. It, I, I'm, I, I agree with you guys. At the kickoff hour. I love that I was seeing something like this. I love that it was watching something that was sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with what y'all said in the kickoff hour. I know. I know you're not allowed to do this. I got it. I know why they did it, and y'all said this in the kickoff hour. Mm-hmm. Certainly understand. We really didn't need them to cover coronavirus for us. We getting that twenty four seven. We're right. co- we're well, they got to show they care. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're I know you, you knew they were going to say. Oh something. yeah, they don't have a choice because you know now we you know there's a there's certain things you're not allowed to do anymore and you're made to do other things. Mm-hmm. Does anybody think anybody here anybody think that everybody involved in the NFL draft doesn't care about coronavirus or the victims of coronavirus? Does anybody think they don't care? Um, does, no, they, I'm they not sure about Joe Burrow. Right, they, they, <laughs> they care because they didn't get to be there last night. Right. I mean, it, it, it's affected everything. Yeah, the way they were doing the broadcast to Bubba's point, I think shows the ultimate care. We we actually did it this way because we do care. We got we want to come here tonight and get away from everything. We're coming here to escape. It'd be like you saying, "Hey, Rick, I'm so glad that we're going to go fishing today." And when you got there, the poles are laying over in the corner, and I want to talk to you about coronavirus. And you keep looking at the poles, and you're like, "Can we? Are we going to throw a lure here in a minute?" No, we're going to talk about coronavirus. That's why I brought you down here. You're like, "I thought you brought me down here to fish." I already know about coronavirus, and I know all about it. And I'd like a little break from it if I could. And then I have to, you have to sit there and look at at, at fishing poles for an hour while I talk about coronavirus, and then we fish. So you know, we I think we all just wanted to get right into it. They did yeah. what they had to do. I get it. You're not allowed to do that, and we're probably not even allowed to say it, but <laughs> but we're but we're saying it anyway. But uh, I watched like seven picks, and then I kind of thought this is going to kind of get monotone pretty quick. 
Yeah. And um, and there weren't any real surprises. And uh, but it was, in, it was yeah, I mean, it was a nice break. It went, pretty, it went pretty smooth. I mean, other than the delay, right? I mean, they didn't have any. No, I, well, I didn't see anything. Went on camera and they were sitting there picking their nose or uh, you know spilt chips or you know anything fun like that. No, I made it to seventeen. I wanted to see who the Cowboys would would pick. And I saw, you know, where Jerry Jones was going crazy because they, they were going to get C.D. Lamb, and, and that's, I guess, who they wanted. They were really excited about it. So then I stuck around for Ryan Greenwood, and I saw that Miami had another pick at 18, and they took the uh, the big offensive tackle from USC. And he had a very heart, heartwarming story about how he did uh, a bone marrow transplant for his, yeah. his younger sister, or, and that was kind of cool, and, and that had Terry, uh, like, really leaning in sure. on that one. Yeah, right. And then I hung it up after that. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't last any longer. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, but what it, I saw was really yeah. Good. I mean, it, it was it was as good as you could do it in these uh, circumstances, and and you kind of hate it, even though it's a first world problem. And I got it. Mm-hmm. You hate it for these young men and their families that have waited on this moment, uh, and they've pictured what it was going to be like, and just like all of you out there that had seniors this year, and you had seasons that they didn't get to do that they thought they were going to get to do. Uh, you don't get to say so and so was the champion of 2020 of fill in the blank because it never happened. You know, all of this is just kind of weird, yeah. and and it and it had a weird feel to it. But I thought they, I'm with you guys. I thought they did the best job they could in the circumstances, and yeah. and uh, the teams seemed to pretty much do what everybody thought they would do in the first round. Yeah, there wasn't any real surprises, were there? Yeah, I, no, not really. I I was wondering if Roger Goodell was just being optimistic or delusional he thinks the nfl is going to rock this fall yeah we'll see your phone calls are next 866 we be big more rick and bubba coming up rick and bubba rick and bubba what hi i'm Here we go, nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866. We be big. Any topic on the table you want to discuss, uh, you're, it's your call right now. Coming up next hour, Mark Levin, the great one, will visit with us. So be paying attention for that coming up in the next hour. Also, don't forget, coming up Sunday night, uh, we'll have a man church service. Jason Cook uh, from Fellowship Memphis. Uh, preaching pastor will be bringing the message for those of you around the country that have heard us talk about the discipleship strategy that was developed at my home church for four years and is now available for the nation uh, to implement at themanchurch.com. If you've often said, well, I always wanted to come to one of those services because we feature, you know, quarterly services uh, for the men, uh, and you're like, well, I never could travel to where Rick's home church is located. Well, Due to the technology, uh, you can watch it anywhere this Sunday night at shades.org slash live. So if you've often wondered what a man church service looked like and you're considering it maybe for your own church or community, you can watch one. Uh, shades.org slash live, 6 o'clock Central Time, 7 o'clock uh, Eastern Time, and you'll see how the system works at our church uh, if you've been always wanting to kind of see what that looked like uh, or you just want to watch a great service. Uh, let's go to Shay. Uh, in Morris. Shay, you got 30 seconds. Go right ahead. How are you doing? Hey, I was calling about the NFL draft last night, and uh, you are talking about the uh, the Zoom and something awkward happening. I don't know if y'all saw Vabral, uh the Titans coach. Uh, one of his sons or something was in the bathroom uh, taking a dump, and uh, mm. it was shown with the door open. 
No, I did not see that. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one, Bubba. We didn't see that. I did no, see- I missed that one. I'm sorry. I don't know what the – since y'all just now let me know that all the different networks had different teams, did they all show Harry Connick Jr. do the national anthem? I don't know. Because, don't know. because something was weird. The guy on ESPN, he pitched to it and said, and we go to Harry Connick Jr. and his daughter. But you never saw a daughter. And at one mm. point I leaned over. I said, am I hearing funny or – are we supposed to? Is his daughter supposed to be with him, or hmm. or whatever? And and I never saw it. I don't know if that was just bad information somebody had on a piece of paper. But hmm. now we go for our national anthem. We go to Harry Connick Jr., a Saints fan, and his daughter, <laughs> Harry Connick Jr.'s daughter. And we never see the daughter. He just sits there on the piano and does it. And we never, I'm like, did he say daughter? But anyway, so um, so I think there was some communication breakdowns. Uh, you know, obviously you'd have them. Uh, we continue. Let's go to Rhonda in Monroe, Louisiana. Rhonda, go Rhonda. ahead. Thirty seconds. Hey, good morning. Hey, Rhonda. Morning. Hey, um, I just I'm going to touch back on your grill story. Um, love the show, first of all. And we had a grill years ago that lasted forever. Uh, I miss mine. And it was the best, best one. And then, and we've been buying them two hundred dollar grills yeah. ever since. Yeah. And so now, yesterday we went bought a new grill. Well, my husband bought it. My my. The uh, my, I, gosh, I want to know what brand. I kind of want to know what kind of grill she. Had. I know. And well, I too. She yeah. she need to keep the pace going a little better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's. Go. I was listening and I wanted to give it bad, but I didn't know how long yeah. that was going to go. Robin in Mississippi. Robin, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Okay, I'm laughing so hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good morning, Ricky. <Rick> <laughs> hey, hey, Robin. Good morning. So, what's got you laughing? Of your story about the hot dogs. <laughs> and I bet NFL's not worried about that. <laughs> time out, Rick. Time out. She has all the time she needs. Fired up, ma'am. All right, so what'd you say about the what'd you say about the NFL? The NFL I bet they're not I bet they're worried about whether they're gonna get that hot dog or not. That's viral hot dog. That kosher hot dog. <laughs> you see what I said about the liquor stores being essential? Yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. got to watch that. Right now. It, it, i tell you one thing. I bet her hands are clean. Gosh, they're clean. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Robin? There she goes. Yeah. Um, and I'll, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have a favorite recipe for mimosas? Don't you hit that Yes, I love them. Oh my God! You guys keep me in tears. Thank you, Robin. Pretty Take something, make her laugh. Yeah. Robin, you ready for me to? You ready for somebody to fix some of them spiral dogs? Oh yeah. Talk to her. Talk to her like Gary. And make sure you get in touch with the head of NFL, if that's even a, a person. <laughs> Keeps trying to tie the NFL to the hey, hot dog or yeah. something. Hey, Greg, let her keep trying. Hey, hey, Robin, this is Gary. You want me to bring you some? You want to bring you some of them Hebrew Nationals? Oh yes, he could. Uh huh. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I happen to know for a fact he's been up cooking apple pies. <laughs> oh, yes, he has. Yes, yeah. Oh, God. Robin, thanks for calling. 
Yeah, Robin, I hope you have a great day. I have a feeling you will. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, thank you. Oh, gosh. Gosh. I, I don't know what that was. <laughs> I do. That's that's pure happiness right there. <laughs> it is. That's called starting early. Wow. Mm. Mary, Did you say it, the it, NFL remember, was waiting it, on that Hebrew yeah, hot yeah, dog. Yeah, it, yeah. it is Friday, guys. Okay, don't miss the uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mary Coleman. Mary, go ahead and listen to us on ZZK. Yes. Um, I wanted to know, since Stretch has gone above and beyond the call of duty for an intern, is he going to get a master's degree or a Ph.D. from Rick and Bubba University? <laughs> yeah, definitely a doctorate. Uh, yeah, there, yes. There's no doubt about it. He will leave here as Dr. Dr. Stretch Armstrong. Yes. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Doctor. That's a great point. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to um, uh, Sandy in Birmingham. Sandy, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hi. Um, I've been hearing you talk about Force Factor, and I need to try it. Talking about what? Go online. Uh, uh, did you say, say again? Did you force say, Factor? Did you I, say Force I Factor? Said, yeah, force factor. So you mean relief factor? Yeah, relief factor. Yeah. Um, I want to try it, but I can't go online. <sighs> so I was wondering if they had a uh, eight hundred number. Well, let me put you on hold. Okay, I'm gonna put you I on hold. Rhonda right. could get it for you. Yeah, and I'm gonna cook it with Rhonda <laughs> down in Mississippi. Now I will. I will go online. Yeah, I, I looked here. at the copy I have here. I, I I don't see it. But we will put you on hold and stretch when we find the 800 number. Uh-huh. We'll give it to you over the phone, and you can call them directly. So we'll take care of that for you. Uh, Izzy in Alabama. Izzy, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Hi. I just wanted to let you know that my husband puts together grills. He is deemed essential. Oh, good. And he's putting together grills and patio sets and fur and uh, pillars and lawnmowers and stuff. So he works for a company that goes around all the different places and put stuff together so so yeah, you're, it's you're funny yeah i can get one then even during yes, the pandemic yeah. we're originally from michigan so he wouldn't be working if we were still up there so. oh well that's true okay well that's good all right well yeah. that's uh, yeah I, i'm having other people saying that you can definitely get one so all right so stand by we will uh, sandy just hang on we got the number for you we'll pick up in the break and give it to you uh, because you know, I almost made that mistake people make when you said you can't go online, and then I almost, I almost let it happen. <laughs> well, if you just go to their website, it's probably there. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, what it is? No, no, that's my yeah. fault. So, so what I'm going to do is we Don't go we, there. we went online and we got it for you, Sandy, and we'll give it to you in the break. Top of the hour, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Seven minutes now past the hour the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. And you can reach us this hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG, 
all around the country. Coming up this hour, Mark Levin will visit with us. We'll get uh, Levin stirred up, and we'll hear uh, his commentary this hour. Speedy is here in the broadcast plaza, so Stretch Armstrong and yours truly, old number one here, out all across Rick and Bubba land, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in home studios, as is Bill Bubba Bussy. Welcome back, Bubba. How are you, sir? Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged to be here in the number two seat in the pandemic bunker. That's right. And you know, we've all been uh, so much to remember from the from the pandemic. And of course, one of those will be that Eddie Van Adler and, and his wife became parents. And Ruby Jane is in the arms of her father right now. Look at that. Ruby, are you contemplating going out somewhere? Yeah, there it is. Let's all sing Ruby to Ruby. The shadow on the wall tells Some me the sun make me is going down. Yeah. There she is, little Ruby. That. Everybody say it. So, uh, Adler, how's Miss Ruby this morning? Ruby Jane is just doing fantastic, you guys. She is, um, she is just, uh, she's always looking for something to latch on to, and uh, sometimes she finds it and sometimes she doesn't, but she's doing great, you guys. So, have you and Aaron settled in? I mean, I know we're only days in and it takes time, but, but do you see each day? You're 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 becoming a little more savvy at this whole thing. Yeah, some some days you kind of get confident. You know, we had a couple really good nights there in a row where I was getting you know three in a row or four in a row, and my wife was getting three and four in a row when it was her turn. That kind of thing. Last couple nights have been a little more rough, but you know, one step forward, two steps back. We'll keep going that way, right? Look at her. There she is for the Rick and Bubba audience. If you haven't seen Ruby Jane. It's a pretty good look at her right now if you're watching on YouTube. Look at her. But um, oh, I'm there's a little spit up there. She just threw up on my she <laughs> That's just all right. Threw up on my arm. Oh, but, no. By the she way. She just threw up on my hand. Right, all right. Right here. Well, that's right, part right, of it. You got a little little right towel there or something? You got a little diaper? <laughs> right on key. Right on key. That's so funny. She is blowing up everywhere. You'll get a custom. You'll get a custom. I just washed this hoodie, and she knew it, and she said, you know what? You don't smell like spoiled milk right now yet, buddy. We'll fix that. Yeah, you'll get, you'll get accustomed to that smell. It becomes kind of part of your life for a while. The uh, and by the way, on that note of that just happening to you, people have sent us the picture of the Titans family, the Titans coach, and you can see one of his sons yeah. as as clear as Isabel in the background sitting on the toilet. Yes, I don't know why the kid didn't shut the door when he goes to the bathroom. Well. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, if you if you think there's the least possibility that you could be on national TV in your house, yeah, why not shut the door? Yeah, I shut the door anyway. I'm, I'm, yeah, if, I I, if I go to the restroom, I'm not leaving the door. I never no, do that. No. Uh, so, uh, Adler, have you been surprised? Because uh, I'm watching you settle in at how – because, I mean, you don't know until, until the baby gets here. Uh, and, and have you been surprised how it's affected you? You know, um, we didn't know what we were going to have, and I honestly didn't know how I was going to be and how I was going to do as a girl dad. But guys, I will say that so far it's been it's been rad. It has been super rad so far. Rad, um, rad, rad. Okay, got it's it. been rad. I gotta say. Yeah. Um, I feel hard as crap wearing like a metal shirt and holding a little kid in like a pink bunny onesie. You feel hard <laughs> as crap when you do that. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the two ends of a spectrum. Something about that just kind of fires you up. Yeah. Look at me. I've got a daughter. Uh-huh. 
Exactly, exactly. I'm getting better at handling her. Um, there were some complaints in the very first video when yes. I joined you guys from the hospital yeah. that her head was looking a little yeah, bit like yeah. a, bo- you know, <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. a bobblehead yeah. there. A little less in the turn. She yeah, held yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm getting better at handling her. Um, you guys got to remember, the only people that have held her are me, my wife, and then the nursing staff at the hospital. That's the only people that have held her. And the nursing staff are the only people I've seen hold my daughter besides me and my wife. And guys, the nursing staff compared to me, how they handled this baby, especially at the beginning, they're like a, like a NASCAR crew coming in there and like they're cracking a safe, you know, they're like pushing all kinds of buttons. And all of a sudden the kid's wearing a diaper and not crying anymore. Meanwhile, when I'm holding the baby, it's like I've got a Subway sandwich that's about to fall over at all times. Yeah, 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 it was so funny that first time you talked to us, people were like, hey, tell him to support that head a little better. I'm like, ah, he'll learn. Yeah. Yeah, actually, she's doing really well for, you know, especially when she was first out. I'm like, this kid can hold her head up a little bit better than I even remember my little brothers doing. So yeah. she's. She's a trooper. She is amazing. And she is just wide awake just looking at her Look daddy. Look at that. Yeah, she's that looking at you awesome. Guys. Look, I'm alert. I am alert. Hey, that, Ruby Jane. That's so funny. <laughs> hey, baby. Look at that. She is looking straight at Bubba. Look at that. That is hilarious. Oh my hey, baby. <laughs> see, I'm getting where hey, I can, baby Jane. I can, I'm getting where I can see things further away now. I'm, almost I'm, big start, as, I'm starting to get dialed in. <laughs> I'm as big as daddy. All right. Oh, bless you, Angel. Bless you. Well, uh, so funny. Well, Adler, you, you're doing great. I'm glad. it's. Uh, it, I've noticed her in as part of the broadcast every day, and so that's uh, that's cool. And Aaron seems it's to be doing good. Early. Aaron's recovering well. Everything's fine there. Yes, yes. Erin is doing amazing. She is um, she's doing digital teaching, digital learning or whatever. She's a teacher and they're doing online classes. So she's handling that while being a, a mom for the first time ever. And uh, she's just, just been doing amazing. Everybody's doing uh, doing great. The dogs are adjusting. Mm. Um, they are being so respectful of distance. I think mm. the animals just get it. You guys animals have something they realize like, all right. This is their offspring. If I mess with that, they'll they'll kill me. They'll, they could eat me this <laughs> yeah, I'm gone. I think they get it. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, the ranking of the pack, they get it. Yes, yes. It's like they understand the animal ranking. Like, don't get between a mother and its child, baby cub. You know, oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, well, we we have enjoyed this process of of watching you and yeah. and Aaron welcome the first one. And uh, are you, you and when you're thinking about this, do you ever look around and think, okay, these people that have multiple children, how's that happen? Because uh, you, you think, I know, it, it, I know. Once but, you, especially once you get past three, because then you, like you guys have talked about it a bunch of times, you got to go from man on man to a zone you start coverage zone. with yeah. your kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, I mean, that's a fundamental change in the game. Yeah. 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 Well, enjoy it, and uh, we'll come back. She's beautiful, and good to see her. Uh, most shows, we'll see her pop in there a few times. Oh, yeah watching it on the YouTube. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, the contract that people think that Joe Burrow, the first pick in the virtual first ever, and I hope only ever, virtual draft, uh, what it looks like. Mark Levin will be with us at the bottom of the hour, so there's there's much still to come, and the will of meat still out there. That'll happen before we're done today. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. One, two, three, four. Rick and Bubba like to joke around inside my radio. Oh, how I love them so. We never know what's going to come out of us. 
speakers when they start their show. We're back 20 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Coming up next, we'll talk to Mark Levin, so uh, we'll unpack that. A couple of things out there. We mentioned the first-ever virtual draft uh, last uh, last hour. We talked about that a little bit and um, all the things going on, the Titans coach having a kid on the toilet in the background. So that was the one thing that we saw that during the all the virtual stuff. But it, I don't know how people know this now, but they're, they're, they're saying they think that Joe Burrow, the first pick in uh, the 2020 draft, will sign a four-year contract with the Bengals worth about 36 mil. Uh, and, yeah, that's a good payday. Yep, that's what he said. The first year he'll get six mil uh, for his rookie year. So that, that'll be a good way to get him started. Yeah, uh, that'll, it, get him, that'll get him uh, at least a good little deposit there somewhere. Did, did it feel strange for you guys to – for everybody to be talking and quarterbacks moving and people needing quarterbacks? And, of course, the NFL is a quarterback league. Did it just feel strange when someone just kind of mentioned in passing on the broadcast I was watching that Cam Newton has no job? <laughs> uh, uh, does, does Jameis Winston have one either? Aren't both of them unemployed? Are they, right are they, are they both unemployed? Yeah, neither one. I think so. Yeah. And I think uh, I think Cam put out a workout video, didn't he, called Iron Sharpens Iron or something like that. He's he's trying to market himself a little bit, but he he is unemployed right now. I don't know if teams are waiting until they see what they get in the draft, uh, but I, I think both of them will have a spot somewhere. I just don't know where at this point. Do you think they'll start anywhere? You think they'll just go into a backup role somewhere? I don't know. I think they're probably going to have to earn their way on the field. Yeah. Do you think? Probably the first time for either one of them. I know that you know Newton started having some injury issues and all that. He had the one really good season. Uh, but do you think some of this behavior is hurting him a little bit? Uh, this these bizarre. You know, clothing. Well, I, I mean, you know, it, I can't it, it, speak for the NFL because they have a lot of bizarre to they go do. around. They but, do, they do, yeah. But I would say yes. I would think so. I would be concerned, uh, not as much with that as just the output and the production the last few years, but certainly that plays into it. I mean, if you uh, if you're producing and you're uh, act like you're half crazy, then it's not near as big a scare to everybody as not producing and acting like you're half crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, I know. I mean, do, do people? Is I guess I, what I was asking is that I think you're right. We always say this: you can't be, you know, like we kid around a lot. Yeah, exactly. You, you can't. Exactly. You, you can't be crazier than you are pretty. And uh, and so, <laughs> yeah, you're right. so it, it's if you're going to be bizarre, your production cannot drop off, and and you, and, and you can't have you can't have injuries and things like that. But um, it's almost like, and I know I'm probably oversimplifying this. It's almost like when he. He pitched that little fit after losing the Super Bowl on on the best year that he's had in the in the pros. It's like from that moment on, he never started acting normal again. Right. Uh, it, it's like it just that, that was like where it's like he flipped a switch of strange, and then it just kind of went. Um, uh, yeah, if I was counseling Cam, and yeah. I, not that he would want to hear my input, but I would certainly say, look, let's let's try to get this back in the middle of the road here a little bit, and. Uh, Let's really work on technique and uh, trying to get on with the team and then getting in that starting role and then showing everybody you still got it. I think he does. I think he's probably, uh, you know, a, a catch for somebody right now if they can keep him healthy. Because he was he was still – I think he's still very capable. He's still young enough. Um, you know, Rick, I think it go, I'll, I'll back up that Super Bowl comment and, and tweak it back just a little bit. He was having – well, he was MVP of the league that year. 
Uh, they went to the Super Bowl and played pretty good right up to that point where he did not go after that fumble yep, yep. on the last drive. That appeared to be a, a monumental turning point. Yeah, it was almost like he was frustrated with the whole situation, and he just said and he didn't keep playing to the final, the final buzzer. And, yeah, uh, and I know that there's been talk about, but where well, we were watching from home, it didn't look good. What it, it it was set up perfect for a fourth quarter last drive comeback to win the Super Bowl. It would have been great icing on a magical year, you know. And it looked like the ball hit the ground, and he didn't go after it. Uh, as aggressively as you wanted him to. And maybe he was off balance. Maybe it caught him off guard. I mean, maybe his view was partially blocked. I don't know. I've heard different stories. But at least at home, it didn't look like he went after it. They lost the fumble, never got it again, and Broncos won. You got a team right now. Your team is terrible. Your quarterback's not very good. Does Cam Newton have something still in him? At one time, probably one of the most athletic players yeah. at that position to come into the league. I mean, you talk about big, strong, fast. Yeah, That's I think kind of a model for what the, a lot of the NFL quarterbacks are going to now, you know, that they can run and get a first down. Burrow, same way. I mean, you don't have to be a running quarterback, but you can dart out of there when you need to on third down, slide and get a first down. Do you think he's got any – do you take a chance on him? Is there anything left in Cam Newton that you would give him a shot at with your team? Yeah, I would. I, I think he's still uh I think he's like I said, I think he's probably undervalued a little bit right now. Um the, I some of these teams that, that are gonna start rookie quarterbacks, I would I would definitely have Cam as a backup that you could put in there if things go really south for these rookies because you know, a rookie in the NFL historically has not been a great match. Anybody else taking Cam out there on the panel? Yeah, I'll I'll take him as a backup for sure, no doubt. I'll have him in Dallas. Ship him out there today. I'm fired up about that. Hunter Bush called I, it. I would rather if I'm the Chargers, I think I would rather have them him than Tyrod Taylor. You know, and then yeah, you know, no I know doubt. they just picked yeah. Herbert or whatever however he say his name, but is Tyrod uh, is he a Charger? Is he their their veteran quarterback? Uh, yeah, I think well, so. Justin Herbert will, will play it. day one. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, yeah. uh, is Cam Newton a guy that can sit on the bench and be mm. not a problem? Not a problem as a backup. So. I, I've never. He's, hey, he's, hey, hey, he's been known to pout. I was about okay. to say, yeah. well, if somebody said, draw me a picture, get, show me a picture of one person, and the thing I'd like for it to represent is a good attitude, I wouldn't put a picture of Cam up. No. Uh, in this order, well, this is what the experts. In all fairness, are. he's been sitting the bench quite a bit the last two years. Yeah. Um, the uh, The Chargers, then the Redskins, the Broncos, Patriots, Jaguars. Those are the uh, possible choices he could go to because, it, like, let's say you do have a young quarterback that you're bringing in. You might want to just throw him out there, but do you want to give him a year or so and have Cam come in or his, uh, his backup? I don't know, but those are some of the uh, the teams that folks are talking about at, at top of the list. Yeah, I, I would if you were, right now your team's in trouble. Okay, you don't have a very good quarterback, or you've got a real young one that's unproven. Okay. And I walk up to you and I say, "You got you. You can go with one of these two: Jameis Winston or Cam Newton. Which one do you take?" Cam I Newton. Go Cam Newton. It's not even close. Way. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, me too. Um, here's the here's the thing that I think is disturbing. Okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just be honest. And I'm disclaimer: I am a Cam fan. I like to watch him play. Um, the fact that the Redskins have not picked him up with his old coach, I think, is a bit concerning. What do y'all think? Ah, uh, boy, that's a great point. You, I'll go back this far, Bubba. The new coach at the Panthers basically replaced him with somebody just like him. 
So if Cam, there's something more to this than just the football side of it. Otherwise, you just because you bring Teddy Bridgewater in, he's the same player. Well, the thing you the point well, I would you, the, say Cam's more mobile than Bridgewater. Well, I, yeah. I, I know. Well, the, the the point Bubba just made, I had not thought about that, Bubba. That's a great point. If you guys, if we let's say the Rick and Bubba show, you are our general manager, and and you're the one who brought us in. You you got fired, and you went to another place, and then we got fired, and they said, okay, you got any any morning show host you want to that the Rick and Bubba's available. And the guy who used to be with us doesn't take us, and he can't. Boy, that, you, you, that that's glaring. Seen, yeah, you've seen many times a coach go to another team, oh, yeah. and he'll pull a guy with him. Oh, you yeah. know, he'll he'll go that guy right there. Is oh, it happens all the time. Yeah, they're not using him. And I really thought that Cam and Ron Rivera had a a good relationship. I mean, they you know Riverboat Ron and Cam, you know, pulling some of his uh, fourth quarter and and fourth down annex. I, I thought they were a good pair. But I really thought I was looking at that. I thought he's going he's going to pull Cam to Washington. There's no doubt, and it didn't happen. Yeah, and I think that is glaring. And maybe they had a relationship that looked one way at one point in their relationship, but at the end, it's obvious that relationship wasn't what it once was. Either that, or Ron got over over uh, overruled. You know, that could happen. Overruled. Yeah, no doubt. Either that, or they may not have had a need for a quarterback. Yeah, I don't know their setup over there. Uh, we'll be back, Mark Levin. The great one will be with us. Uh, he is uh, going to try to guide us through um, this bizarre pandemic situation our country finds herself in right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. They make Sean Hannity look like a moderate. Rick and Bubba. It is 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Pandemic edition, Bubba in a home studio. I'm here at the Broadcast Plaza. The guys are spread out in different places. Bubba, we'll just tell the audience, because I want to take every second with Mark Levin that we can. MarkLevinShow.com, everything you need to know about Mark Levin, the books he's written, including the last one, Unfreedom of the Press, uh, and of course also since 2015, Editor-in-Chief of the Conservative Review, worked uh, in the administration of President Ronald Reagan, host of the Mark Levin Show, as well as Life, Liberty, and Levin on Fox News. He's a brethren here on Blaze TV as well. Mark Levin. We like to just call him the great one. The great one. Levin, welcome back. The great big one. How are you guys? It, you, well, I, I tell you one thing, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I watch you. What a dumb question, right? Yeah, I watch you, and, and I, I just I, I, you, seem, you seem frustrated with our country. You, you, see, you seem like you're, you're – you're trying to remind everybody who we are, who the founding fathers were, the constitution of all things. I'm just going to give you the floor, and and I would like for you to speak to America right now because I think we got to be really careful. Uh, uh, we got to be really careful, right? I don't want to be all paranoid about it. I understand the levity of this. I understand the dangers, but we got to be real careful right now. Yeah, I actually have come to the conclusion that uh, we went too far. In other words. I do believe, once we understood the, uh, the, the likely threat to certain populations within the general population, the elderly and people with comorbidities, and I never were, used that phrase, comorbidities, till about two months ago, but comorbidities, that that was the focus. Those people should stay home. They should be protected. They should get uh, focused health resources and so forth. But the vast majority of the population really was not under threat. 
And I think now that we know it, and some of these Republican governors are trying to open up their states, they're under attack by the media and, unfortunately, some by the administration. Uh, you cannot have 26 million people seeking unemployment insurance, and that's below the unemployment level. Those are people seeking unemployment insurance. We don't get any statistics on how many businesses now are done and over. We get no statistics from Dr. Fauci or Dr. Burks, no time each day on how many more people are dying from heart attacks and strokes and diabetes, people dying because they haven't gone and gotten uh, what are they called? Elective surgery? Yep. You elect right, surgery? Right. Rarely. Um, there's a lot going on out there. The shuttering of hospitals, the closing of uh, uh, hospital beds, doctors, nurses getting laid off, technicians getting laid off. They're flattening the healthcare system. Uh, and then you have these sparks of liberty, these sparks of reason and common sense in these various states that are trying to open. Some of them didn't sh- shut as much. Look, we're a big country. We have a diverse population. Uh, I love New York. That's where I got my start. But every part of the country is in New York City, and every part of the country is in New Orleans, and every part of the country is in L.A. And by the way, New Orleans is flattening. L.A. really never popped. There's something about this, this virus that doesn't really behave the way Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks keep telling us. So... We know, you know, not to slobber over each other, to wear masks if necessary, to wear gloves if necessary. Uh, we know to stay not real close to people. I get out a lot. I drive around to see what's going on, so I know what I'm talking about during my show. I go into the grocery stores and Costco and the drive throughs and I see as even though we have a massive number of people unemployed, we have a massive number of people who are employed and are working. And how are they doing it? That's what we ought to be saying. You know, there's little businesses all across this country, strip malls and so forth. I'm parked outside of a bagel shop in Virginia. There's about three bagel shops in Virginia. I'm just kidding, being from Philadelphia and everything. And, <laughs> and it's run by a South Korean immigrant family. I'm, I'm literally 30 feet from the park to my car. They put a table in front of their door. Their door's open. You tell them the order, they go back there and they make it, they put the order on the table in a bag, you put the money in a jar, you walk away, and they take your money. And they're open. That's perfect. Why don't we get information from all the genius entrepreneurs in this country with the hundreds of thousands of businesses who can, quote-unquote, mitigate and stay in business rather than saying, all your restaurants closed, all you guys closed, all this guy. I'll give you another example. There's a restaurant I got friends own a restaurant in Hope Sound, Florida. And they have, you know, you can go inside to the restaurant. It's, not, it's a regular restaurant. And they also have an outside area. And so what are they doing? So they, they, they used to have a food truck. And they put the food truck in the parking lot. And they make hamburgers and hot dogs and crab cakes and stuff like that. It's almost exactly the same thing. You put your order in. They put it on a table. You walk over. You get it. You put your money in. You leave. People can do this. And the idea that we have to shut down the entire economy when we know there are people out there in the grocery stores working the shelves, our wonderful truckers, you see the FedEx and UPS guys, they're everywhere. The Amazon Prime guys are everywhere. Why are we doing this to ourselves? So I've, I've reached the point where I absolutely do support civil, nonviolent protest in this country. Why not? Why shouldn't we? And the people who are protesting, 
They're patriots, and they're attacked like the Tea Party was attacked when I was part of that movement, too. We want to open our country back. We don't want to be the uh, this massive deficit spending that's going on. Um, that's got to end. The way you create jobs in this country is you create jobs in this country. You're not going to do it through deficit spending through the federal government. So I'm not saying this is serious. This is an enormously serious virus. Nobody's taking this for granted. Nobody's playing games. We all have elderly people in our families. We'll protect them, and they need to be protected. We all have people in our families with all kinds of morbidities. They need to be protected. But if you're from the age of really an infant to the age of about 45, maybe 50, uh, you're barely going to even feel this. There, Of course, there's anomalies, you know, but sure. the, you're, statistically, you're barely going to feel it. And you're going to find out, as I've been talking about now for six weeks, that the fatality rate is well under 1%. Yeah, that's the last we heard. Someone yesterday, uh, a couple of days ago, that was in the medical field said, "If I could break it down as simple as possible, one in a thousand people uh, will will have a." Doctor Inees. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Inees yeah. from Stanford said that. That's one tenth of one percent. Correct. And so, Mark, uh, uh, but you know, we're we're sitting on the other side. Initially, we didn't know what we were up against. I, I'm not sure. going to blame Trump for what they did, but I I am to the point now, like you said, we know more information. So let's move back, and I and I guess the president's uh, 30 days to mitigate will be up uh, next week, and I think you're going to see a lot of openings at that point, right? I mean, we got a few trying to clamp down. I think down. you're right on. And I want you to remember, it was the president six weeks ago was talking about opening the economy, and they trashed the hell out of him. Oh, yeah. And, right. and so he gave the 30 more days, and he's still talking about opening the economy, even though I don't like him trashing the governor of Georgia. You know, the governor of Colorado is a leftist. He's a Democrat. His name is Paulus. And the governor of Georgia is sort of a moderate Republican. His name is Kemp. So Kemp says, look, I'm going to open up my, my state. And he's got a number of protections in place. He's not letting it rip. His, his procedures for opening are almost identical to the guy in Colorado. The Democrat takes no attacks, no incoming whatsoever, and this guy Kemp is now the target. And so I go on my show and I defend him. It's just the way I am. I don't like guys being trashed like this, and he's trying to get his state up. Meanwhile, the most incompetent governor on the face of the earth is Cuomo, and they celebrate this buffoon because all he does is hat in hand. He's the one that picks solar panels over ventilators. He's the one that... They killed thousands and thousands of hospital beds. I mean, he's absolutely an incompetent fool, and they celebrate him. Why? Because he's a leftist. But as to your point, I think the president deserves all the credit in the world because who knew what to do about this? He followed his science, but my only point is it's time for Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks to move over. There's a lot of scholars and experts who know as much, if not even more than them. They've been in a government for a very long time. They come out of Stanford and Yale, these experts. They're coming out of Oxford, Rockefeller, the, uh, um, the science study uh, uh, college in New York, and all over the place. And they're saying, okay, enough is enough. Focus on the people who need help. you got to get the immune system going. you got to get antibodies going, the general population. Uh, and we're actually seeing nature is doing that. Even in New York City, we're seeing 13 to 21% of the population there has had the virus. You're seeing it throughout the state of New York. And now the studies are coming back from Stanford and USC and other places saying that the number of people who've had this virus is 55 to 80 times. And these, these studies are saying the same thing, more than previously reported, more than previously reported. And I know this sounds weird, but that's a good thing. 
Because the yep. more people who get it and survive it, the more we have antibodies and immunity. No doubt. And, and, and that's what I, it, it creeps me out a little bit. I know we're running out of time. Is the people who tell us to follow the science, we all agreed with that. But then when the science starts giving us good news or showing us that we can open the economy back up, then they say, stop fo- now stop following the science. So exactly. now, now it's become propaganda and political. Now the science is change the voting so we turn the country into, Colorado, into a California. The science is government ownership of the private sector. The science is open borders. I mean, if that makes any sense whatsoever. The science is, in other words, the hardcore left-wing statist agenda. And yep. these people never follow the science. They're a joke. Yeah, and I know you got to go. Uh, we we could talk. Mark, we could spend we an could hour talk with all you, day. Man. I hope I hate we got a short yeah, window. Hey, in, in thirty seconds, forty-eight, four hundred eighty-three billion more dollars of coronavirus bailout. What is this going to do to our country? We can't continue this, obviously, right? No, I've been fighting every one of these. What happened to the two point two trillion? Gone. This will be gone. Now they want to come back infrastructure. We got to fight this because I'm telling you now, we're going to have hyperinflation. And that's going to make this virus look like a joke. When you have hyperinflation, your currency is, is worth very little, and the, the cost of products goes way up. People can't put food on their table. You talk about a health care crisis. More hospitals are going to close. More doctors and nurses are going to go out of business. We've got to fight what the federal government's doing. Deficit spending does not create wealth. It is printing money and pushing it into a system. And when you're closing businesses and you're keeping people out of work and pushing money into the economy where it has nowhere to really go in a productive way, yep. this is the quintessential definition of inflation. And people who haven't experienced inflation, let me tell you something. You don't have no idea what it's like. It's a disaster. Mark, thanks for being with us. And we appreciate it very much. And you're right. And and we you can I've even said I understand stimulus has different definitions, but if you're giving people money they can't put into the economy, um, it's it's going nowhere. And we're just printing paper. Thanks a lot, Mark Levin. Thanks for giving us some Thank time you, today. Mark. I know you got a lot going God on. God bless you guys. Thank you well. too, brother. Keep fighting we the good get fight. Mark back next. Yeah, we thanks got so to. Much more. Yeah, thanks. Keep fighting the fight. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. Now seven minutes to the top of the hour. Don't forget MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell and his great company, the work they've done to help our country during this time of need uh, and the fact that uh, they also have phenomenal products. Uh, Get yours now by going to MyPillow.com. Look for radio specials. Use the promo code Bubba. There's some incredible savings available there. You'll also find a link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. Um, Let's face it, uh, Bubba, we, um, we needed more Levin. Uh, and, oh, yeah. And, and, yeah, we love Mark. We don't get to spend near enough time with him. Uh, I deeply enjoyed the little bit of time we got to spend with him up in New Jersey at one of Hannity's events. And uh, just a big fan. I love to hear him uh, him talk and his his take on all of it for sure. So how does he feel about Cuomo, you think? I don't think he's a big Cuomo fan. <laughs> I, I don't think yeah. so. Hey, you got this buffoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so um, – yeah, and, and I think this is going to be the time that we as Americans have to just say, look, and I know sometimes I think it's kind of a you, – you almost wish the people who say this would say, yeah, but it's it's more complicated than that. But I still, I still understand it, and this, that is this great phrase. 
It is what it is. And, and that means you just got to deal with this thing that you've been thrown into the ring with to wrestle. And I think the point he was making is this, and I totally agree with it, no matter who would say this. Certainly have respect for Mark Levin because I think he usually knows what he's talking about. He's probably better informed than, than I ever am. But uh, when he said, look, we did the science thing. We understood the severity of it. Uh, we're protecting those that need to be protected. Uh, and he keeps making – he made the point that we that keeps being made over and over again. If anybody is out there doing business and they're following guidelines and you don't see a huge spike of people in their industry or coming in and they're consumers of their business and they are making it work, the other business owners are to be allowed to try to make it work as well. Right. And, I, and, I think, and I think we've reached that point. Uh, and it may be that you go out there and you try to make it work, which is freedom, and the consumer says, eh, I, I, I'm going to make my choice too. I just don't think I'm ready to come in your restaurant and sit down. I don't like it. Well, then it doesn't work. But you shouldn't be forbidden mm-hmm. to take that shot uh, because I'm not sure. Bub, and you said it in the break, I agree with you. I'm not sure that people are going to flock back to all these places uh, you know, unafraid right out of the gate. I think it's going to be a slower startup than even the president thinks. Because you got to have some con- consumer confidence, but as we are, you know, professors at Rick and Bubba University, if you have a place set up where I can come in and get my food or eat, mm-hmm. and I just went to the grocery store three days ago, and I was able to walk through the grocery store, get my stuff, check out, and you have a similar setup in here, I'm not any more afraid to eat your restaurant than I am to go to the grocery store. All right, yeah, right. Uh, well, if if you listen, you know, Trump has some theatrics that go along sure. with his presentations and that's part that some people don't like. Uh, well, he's also trying to motivate but, and encourage people yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. He, but that, that's him. That's yeah. his style. Uh, but if you, if you listen close back early on in this, he, he was being asked about the economics and he said, look, second quarter is going to be terrible. We're going to have historically bad numbers. Third quarter is going to be, you know, we're, we're going to climb out of it. He said, we expect the economy to be back fourth quarter. Okay, so that's that's October, November, December. I think he still probably holds that thought. And we also have the shopping season that kicks in then, too. So I think uh, enduring until we get toward fourth quarter for, you know, the icing on top of it. I think the meat and potato stuff is going to come back pretty quick. Yeah, Uh, and there'll be some things that because of what we've been through, the way right. they do business, they won't be able to do that business anymore yeah, because yeah. others others adapted, mm-hmm, and right. then the consumer said, "I kind of like this even better." Yeah, there's no yeah. way for sports venues to have curb service. You know, there's no way for concerts to have curb service. So you're going to have some of that that's going to lag behind. But I, I do think it will come back pretty quick. Um, I think that people one or just they get uh you know cabin fever they they want to get out and do yeah. something uh, yeah. i know several people i've talked to lately have ordered things that are being delivered in the next few weeks because they know they're going to be back out and moving around like lawnmowers and you know recreational vehicles and all that kind of stuff so i think it's already starting i think you'll you'll see that of course the numbers we have always lag behind that but i think you're <laughs> going to see and, you know, and I know I understand what Mark's talking about, the aggravation. I, 
I don't know if the governor in, in uh, Georgia is being wise, uh, you know, the way he's opening some of the things. I don't know, but I certainly understand why he's doing it. Yeah, well, how about this? Why don't we? We'll see. Yeah. What he's saying is I want to give the people of my state the freedom mm-hmm, to give it right. a shot. Yeah, but, and, and, and I think that's where we're – I feel like there's some people – that want us to stay like this forever, and I don't oh, know. They are, they I, are. And, but what? And how? For what? How, that's not going to work. Yeah, but they're not going to have their way. What they're, right. what, that's the socialist and communist who think this is the great time to overthrow the capitalist system and you know start the workers' utopia that, like they did in Venezuela, Cuba, yeah, Russia. We have China, to ignore them. You're Vietnam, right. all those wonderful places to live that people move to in, in herds. So, uh, you know, I, I think uh, I think you're going to see this come back. We, look, we got one more week. I said that all along. The president asked for that. It wasn't Democrats. It wasn't communists. The, Trump said, look, give us 30 days. He agreed to that. Well, now, he and, did want Easter. He was talked out of Easter. Well, yeah. uh, initially, because, yeah. but again, he didn't have all the numbers. He right. didn't see the curves. Uh, the curves are flattening out. And, you know, April the 30th is next week. Yep. Then following Monday, I think you're going to see a different world, and by fourth quarter, this will just be a distant memory. And I think I think any any governors, because there are some of them out there that want to do this all the way to the fall or the rest of the year, I think they they'll I think they'll pay a horrible price, don't you, from the people? Well, they're not going to have any money. Yeah. They can't they can't pay anybody. Yeah. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. From the broadcast plaza. Thank you, brother. Uh, Come on. Speedy, old number one here in Stretch at the broadcast plaza and teleport home studios all across the fruited plain. Helmsy, the real Greg Burgess, Eddie Van Adler, all there. And welcome back for a brand new hour from the broadcast basement. It is Bill Bubba Bussy. Bubba, how about it? Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you. Man, what a few great few weeks this has been, considering we were in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. We appreciate you being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Well, here we go. Will of me, baby. Let it run. Let it run. Wonderful will of meat. She is illuminated safely and ready to go uh, as phone calls pile in, bringing a smile to intern Stretch Armstrong's face. Uh, brought to you by our friends at 1-800-Flowers.com. Don't forget Mother's Day, uh, 1-800-Flowers.com, and also HarryandDavid.com, uh, sending those delicious cuts of meat right to your doorstep. Also, we got Rick and Bubba prizes on the wheel. We have toilet paper. On the wheel, I think uh, my wife documented for the very first time in the pandemic, she actually went into the store near us and saw toilet paper for the very first time. Wow. Uh, so, so, but, uh, but coming st- back, it's coming back like the economy. Yeah. So anyway, but still a lot of you are in dire need of toilet paper. So it is on the wheel as well. Moultrie's got stuff on the wheel. Uh, but again, there's pitfalls. Ooh. There's pitfalls too. So. Uh, all right, so we've got Speedy uh, up on the wheel. Greg, I know that you have been dying to spin it again, but there's no you can't. I mean, you're 
your your own location. Uh, so, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to reach it. Yeah, and I know, Bubba, you miss Greg on the drums. Yeah, I do. I really do. Maybe he could just do that where he's at now. You know, find something to tap on. And, and I know, <laughs> I, I know, y'all share this. This is where I hate the pandemic. If there just been a way for Mark Levin to be in the studio and spin that I wheel, know. oh I my know. gosh! Now you big they're, dummy. I'd love to see dreams him. out there. I'd Rick. love they're to see him spin. dreams. All right, so we'll we'll go the phones, uh, Pam. <laughs> Uh, Gunnersville, Alabama. Pam, what do you say to Calvin and Speedy Wilburn? Hey, Pam. Wow, what a wheel. Let it rip. All right, so there's the wonderful wheel of meat in full force. Well, that looks good on Zoom, doesn't it? I don't know if y'all can see that shot, but it looks fantastic. All right, let's see where it lands. Rick, we can't hear a word you're saying after the wheel spins. That's nothing. Jokes are down. <laughs> yep. All right. Flowers, 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 smell it. All right, so uh, you're taking care of on the flowers from 1-800-Flowers.com. Would you like to have assorted ro- roses, spring lilies, or assorted tulips? Which one would bring the biggest smile? Lilies. The lilies. The lily. Greg, you said it, and she she heard you. Uh, all right, so spring lilies it is, uh, Pam. Thank you uh, for listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Let me put you on hold. All right, there Thanks. we go. What am I hearing? Uh, all right, so let, let's now go to Jennifer. Jennifer Indicator. Jennifer, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. What do you say to Speedy to get him to spin that wheel for you? Wow, what a wheel. Let it rip, Speedy. All right, let's see if we can see what happens to Jennifer. Boy, that new mic is really making it happen. We got the we got all the volume we can stand in it now. All right, Jennifer, let's see where she lands. Let's look at it. Let's see. And buzz box, buzz box, buzz box, buzz box. Drink it. So, uh, Jennifer, are you a buzz box customer right now? I am not. Well, you are now. We'll send you a free pound of buzz box coffee directly to you. Uh, We'll put you on hold. We'll get your information. Look for that coming soon from buzz box. And thanks for listening to Rick and Bubba. Uh, We continue. We go to Ken. And Prattville, Alabama, listening yeah. to I-92. Kenny, uh, go right ahead. What do you say to Speedy? Well, what a wheel. Let it rip a reverse spin. All right, Kenny. It's a reverse for you. Let's see how she looks. Oh, Trumpy Bear's loving it. Hand of truth. Digging it. Uh, yeah. Yay! Flowers! 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 Smell it! All right, uh, Ken, uh, on the wheel, we've got assorted roses and assorted tulips. Which one would you like? Let's do the tulips. Tulips it is. We put you on hold, uh, and we'll get that information, and 1-800-Flowers.com will send that directly to you. Let's go to Bristol. Bristol? Bristol, Tennessee, where Dennis be standing by. Dennis, what do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a wheel. And yes! Oh, just a little English, Bubba. Oh, this could be toilet paper. This is looking pretty good right now. This is looking good. Teepee, teepee, teepee. Wipe it, wipe it, wipe it. Dennis, you got two rolls of toilet paper from the old Rick and Bubba show coming your way. <laughs> Bring it on. Bring it on, baby. How, how you doing on your toilet paper supply? Hey, we're, we're doing good, but, you know, I always use more. <laughs> yeah. Well, the guys are on location, so it'll only be speedy. And uh, and me who signs it, but uh, but we'll get it signed to you, and uh, you can either keep the the wrapper that has the sig- signatures, but if you get in a bind, 
the rapper's still there for you. Yeah, that sounds great. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, so how do you get the show in Bristol, Tennessee? YouTube. YouTube, watching on the tube. You're a tuber. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Okay, thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you, man. All right, we continue. Uh, we, we go to Homer out of Decatur, Alabama. Homer's got us on 100.3, the river. Homer, what do you say to Calvin Speedy Wilburn to get him to spin that wheel for you? Wow, what a reef. Let it rip, please. A prop plane. <laughs> Look at Homer. Come, come on. Uh oh. Oh no. Oh, it's, oh no. It's Henry the Horse. Hi, New World. Henry. 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 It's Henry the Horse. <laughs> Henry the Horse. What? We gotta find him. Where's Where Henry? Is he? There, here he comes. There's Henry. There he is. Hey, Henry. How you doing? Hey, Henry. How you doing? <laughs> How are you? Where's Adler at? Uh, well, he's he's why he's right there. Look at that square on the bottom right. You can see Adler. Do you see him? Adler, what are you doing? <laughs> Adler, what are you doing? Just watching you guys spin the wheel of meat. How's it going, Henry? Well, where's Franklin? Does he want to come live with me on the farm? <laughs> <laughs> Franklin's uh, taking to the new baby, uh, Henry. Well, that's so sweet. He's so sweet. Maybe he can come back to the farm. He can poop anywhere he wants. <laughs> <laughs> He's filling in. Henry the horse. My goodness, I don't think any of us saw that coming. No, Henry didn't. looked like he he, he he seems bigger since the last time I saw him. He seems taller. Seems yeah, a little more horse, too. <laughs> yeah, fatter and older, too. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations to the winner. Well done today. A lot of winners. And uh, the wonderful Will of Meat will be packed up safely for another week. We'll come back uh, and we'll run through some more stories today. Our number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll get the phone calls before the hour ends. Uh, That's still to come. All the information you need to know. If you want some of these things, go to the store at rickandbubba.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. We're back. Twenty minutes past the hour. As, uh, and, and Bubba, this is one of those topics that I almost, I almost, I, I shudder to even bring up. But but here we here we go again. We cannot ignore uh, this story because this video is so fantastic. Uh, we we do know that Florida uh, has Florida Panthers. Now the the fishing game people want us to uh, to believe there's approximately only uh, 120 to 230 adult panthers in the population. They are protected. Uh, this is one of those things too for those of you that have seen panthers, cougars. You know, it's we're getting into semantics with this, but you know what I mean. The large cats uh, usually in a kind of light brown tan color, and then people have claimed to see uh, completely black versions of these as well. But if you believe there's none of these in our state, which this is going to light the phones up, I know, you have to believe that Florida Panthers somehow know where the Florida and Alabama line is located, and they never venture beyond it. Uh, but anyway, so... Well, they're, they're good at maps, Rick. Right. 
But anyway, th- this footage is incredible. Now, let me warn you on the audio side, there's a lot of crows. A lot of crows. And they get real frantic about, about these two panthers fighting. Uh, for some reason, a, p- a pig comes on the scene. We don't know why. Uh, to settle old scores, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but there's two. There's turkey hunting going on, and, and there's a turkey hunting guide. And Bubba, you and I were talking about this in the break. In Devil's Garden, Florida. Hey, oh, I know. Can you believe that? Hey, I'm I'm, I'm gonna talk to my guide. Where, so, where are you gonna take us? I was thinking Devil's Garden. Uh, I mean, if I if I've got property, do I call it Devil's Garden? I don't. I don't no, know. That I want that. No way, no how. But they think this is. They're saying that could be proven wrong. But keep in mind, you know, Panthers have been around long before we had this technology. They believe this is the first footage ever captured of two Florida Panthers brawling and wrestling and fighting each other in the wild by turkey hunters. Uh, thankfully, wow. they, did, they didn't pay any attention to them. Uh, but uh, here, here is the footage of, of these two Panthers from the turkey blind. Let's see this. Let's see this. Well, they really are in the blind, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're in turkey. Look, there they are. Interspecific aggression, baby. Look at that. Look at them fighting each other. Look at that. It's almost like the crows are trying to dive bomb them. Wow. One of them's got, one of them's got them pretty good. Yeah. And if you were circuit hunting there, you now realize both of those were there. Right. The one on the bottom's in a handle. No. Jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, it's like they're doing the Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Big boar wanted to look, look here comes here comes the wild pig getting involved. There's a big boar. Look, and they and it seems to be effective. Look, he, he comes there and takes a little charge at him. How cool is that? Wow. So that um good night. That's a lot of action if you're turkey hunting. Let me tell you something. When you come back with that footage, you are like, hey, you ain't gonna I ain't you ain't gonna believe what I got. Rick, what do if, I, what do if, I want a turkey hunt where there's cats that big that can attack that quick? Uh, you probably don't. Uh, uh, they paid if, no. If you get one down, they may take it from you. Right. Uh, Rick, so, what if Beth Mowens was turkey hunting? I know. <laughs> I know Bubba was wanting to know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, just what if she was we was turkey hunting and she looked out of her little blind and and then here it comes. You know, I don't know. Turkey down here in Devil's Garden. Mm-hmm. It's it's Beth Mowens. <laughs> Look and see if I get a big gobbler. I'll try to get a big gobbler. Oh my. Gosh, here comes a panther. There's one on top of the other. Somebody needs to call a timeout. He's underneath him and he's got him down. And looks like one there's crows diving in. Crows coming from above. Uh, I can't I can't tell. I guess the, I guess these panthers are about a hundred yards from me. A hundred yards. And they're rushing on top of each other. And it's a ama- oh my goodness. Let's go down to Rocky. Rocky, is that a wild boar? <laughs> That's a wild boar coming in there. Yeah. Trying to get why, on top why, of the panthers. Why did the boar run in there? That's I don't question. know, Bubba. I guess he means business. Is there a way we call those, don't you? Hog mollies. Wow, Coach Hog O. Hog mollies. Coach O's in the blind with you? Oh, where's Coach O? Let's go down to him. Coach. Wow. <laughs> Go <laughs> talk. How about how about that straight up footage? Wow. I mean, there's Y'all. Florida Panthers getting after it.
You think the one on the bottom? You think the one? I tell you, they're impressive. That and their map rating skills. You got to give them props. Yeah, yeah. The one on the bottom was in a handle, then it just trotted off. I thought, wow. It looks like to me. Do you think this may have been more of a mating situation versus a full blown fight? Are we just two? Are they just juveniles wrestling the leg off the other? You know, (laughs) juveniles maybe (laughs) doing a little wrestling. Yeah. Is it spring break for uh, for <laughs> Panthers? I mean, what's up? We understand now why the USFL had the Florida Panthers. <laughs> no, no social distancing there. I can tell you. No, mm-hmm. no, they were they were right in there. Yeah. So so there they are. We see them now, plain as day. We know because Florida's never denied they had Panthers, but there there's two of them. And now the fishing game says 120 to 230, maybe. Uh, Let we, me ask you this too, mm-hmm. because we always hear the defense. Of there's no black panthers out there, and Not I'm gonna call black panthers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That we never we never see them on the road. They're never hit and all that. We know they're in Florida. We have video of that. We know they were put there. We see them now at a at a higher level that they're fighting each other. Uh, numbers up. Are are they hit on the road in Florida much? We've had some people. You know, we had a guy in Georgia that ran over um, a what we would call a cougar, a mountain lion looking cat. Uh, that he hit in his car in Georgia, which also you know borders Florida. So, right. um, so I, I don't I don't know. Um, there are not many of them. They don't think somewhere around 120 to 230, and they That's say you, usually you you lose the endangered species after the last known female dies. But undoubtedly, they're, you, they're, they're, they're who, who counts them? I mean, who no, knows? Well, Greg, I'm waiting for Greg <laughs> to chime in on it. I don't know where they come up with this number. We I just accept we, it like it's like it's fact. We know that place right there. What was it called? The Devil's what? You talk about the Devil's Garden. Devil's Garden. Yeah, the Devil's Garden. We know the Devil's Garden's got two of them for sure. Yeah, yeah. there's two there. Yeah, I'm down here live from Hog. Greg, I'm live from the Devil's Garden. Mama's gonna turkey hunt. (laughs) That's a that's a lot of stuff to to have running around trying to turkey hunt, isn't it? Man, won't find a gobbler now. No, no gobbler. But how about the boar coming on in? Yeah, how about the boar? Just he saw he saw a fight, and he said, "I think I'm gonna join like, in." Yeah, I'm not familiar with why that boar would have ran into that. Does anybody know? Well, I haven't heard. I would I'm sure there's a good reason for it, but if, I don't know. What if it he is. if he heard a predator, and certainly the panthers kill hawks. Certainly, that's part of their know. that's part of their diet plan. Better be a big one. So, yeah. well, I know, but I mean, but if a panther took out a, a baby, a piglet, yeah. I mean, that wouldn't. They, and I'm sure they do that all the time. So what he may have done is said, "Hey, there's two predators that are dangerous to, get one, and I'm I'm coming after them. I'm mm-hmm. I'm getting them out of here." And he got them kinda out like there. a kind of like a donkey will go after a coyote, yeah, exactly, <laughs> or somebody's dog if they're dumb enough to bring it on a deer hunt. Right, right. It could be mistaken True. for a coyote. Yep. Mm-hmm. By you, a nearsighted donkey. Yep. <laughs> Which will lead will lead to an untimely death of the nearsighted donkey and an untimely departure from someone's hunting land. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who really was no, a te- There's no winners in that scenario, no, Rick. No, because especially no. if that hunter had that donkey to protect, you know, his the deer. The landowner. And, yeah. yeah, the landowner and his from coyotes. So it's his donkey. So no dog, no coyote. I mean, right. no uh, donkey no. and no more hunting rights. No, we ended up with a kicked uh, dog, no, no more hunting rights, and no more donkey. Uh, and I'm not sure that was a scenario. That was not what we call the old win-win, was it? No, that, that's pretty much a, lo- a loss for everybody in the conference. It is. the donkey. Yeah, normally, and I know there's some exceptions out there, even people that we we, we know. I, it just seems all this discussion about scent and the wind and, and spooking deer, and then it just seems bringing a dog with me is 
it seems like I'm 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 making my deer hunt more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah, yeah, a lot more. A lot yeah. more. I, mean, I don't I, know that the dog enjoys it yeah, either. Really. I, I've already had to go through, you know, I shouldn't I should have waited to put my hunting stuff on after I ate the bacon. You know what I mean? I, I, I've already had to go through that. So <laughs> now we got now I've got canine whiffs. You know, yeah. we know how deer love the smell of a canine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So, they love that. Yeah, that's their favorite. I tell you who doesn't else who else doesn't like it's a donkey. No, uh, no, they're not big on it. We'll take your phone calls next. Lines are available, and we'd love to chat with you about whatever's on your mind at 866-WE-BE-BIG. You can talk to Team Rick and Bubba right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. Your phone calls are coming in. We're about to chat with Team Rick and Bubba on this end, and you'll be on the other end there. And we're looking forward to talking to you. Are you shopping a lot online right now? I think we all can say yes. Um, well, why don't you save some money in the process by uh, adding this browser extension for free? Joinhoney.com/bubba's where you go to get it. Joinhoney.com/bubba. Uh, you can go there, and here's what it's going to do for you. If you're looking for coupons, and they're, sometimes they're outdated or I can't find them, uh, you put this, joinhoney.com slash Bubba. It's a free online shopping tool. Automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to the cart. You simply download it to your computer or your smart device, and you shop on all your favorite websites like you normally do. Uh, and then you just click at checkout. At checkout, you'll see apply coupons comes up. It couldn't be simpler. Click on apply coupons. Uh, wait a few seconds, and then Join Honey will scan the database of all the working coupons on the web, and you instantly watch the price drop. It works on Walmart, Target, Home Depot, Macy's, many others. Over $2 billion in savings have been found by joinhoney.com slash Bubba. Not to have it is to just throw money away. Uh, 100% free. It installs in just a few seconds, and it's backed by PayPal, so you know it's secure and reliable. Joinhoney.com slash Bubba or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Uh, let's start uh, with Mike in Montgomery listening to I-92 WLWI. Mike, go ahead. Mike. Hey, guys. I, I thought it was kind of funny. I was watching that the Panther video, and the only thing I saw were, were, or heard was the crows yelling, fight, fight, fight. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you know what? You, you may have been right. Fight. Bobby fight. in Alabama. Fight. Hey, Bobby. Fight. Good morning, Rick and Bubba. I just wanted to tell you, I had an interesting conversation a few weeks ago with a man by the name of uh, Tex Carter. I believe he's the program director at WHMA, the Big 95, out of uh, either Oxford or Anderson. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, we, we know we, we yeah, know, we know, uh, we, we know Tex very yeah. well. Yeah, well, uh, he, he told me a story, and uh, Rick, I don't know if you've ever told this, but he mentioned a story about you mooning someone and i thought maybe you uh, might want to elaborate on that all right here's a here's a sad sad <laughs> note is i have mooned so many people right, well, you don't know which one in, in, my, in my life i don't know what particular is this the one when he was on the air and i and i yeah. and i mooned him yeah. through the glass <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to see to see if he could keep on talking, if see if he could still be a pro. <laughs> yeah, yes. and, uh, and also he told me that uh, that Bubba back in his days was quite a baseball player. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh Bubba, sure he yeah, could way he, back, he way could, back. Yeah, he could he could take a little little edge off of it, watch it drop off the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I did. You know what though? I will give, I will give Tex a uh, uh, props. He was a pro, uh, and and you know he he never he never broke format. 
Uh, with, yeah, I, I oh, worked yeah. with Mike many years. Even, even when the moon was arising. And he actually yeah. <laughs> he actually played for uh, our dad, too, at Oxford. Yeah, and he, he I, I talked to him for about two hours on the telephone, uh, and it, it was quite a conversation. Yeah, he's got a lot of stories. He's got a lot of stories on all oh, yeah. of us. He really does. So, yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks, hey, thank you, buddy. Uh, yeah, I think I think me and Mike may be related, like th- three cousins removed or something. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, boy. Yeah, we 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 struck up kinship there at one point. So. We, uh, yeah, Greg, you, what you would have loved this if you'd have worked in the days when you know Bub and I were you know back in the hot rocking days, because oh, yeah. <laughs> everything was live then, and you'd had the sports guy come in, the news guy come in, you know the you know all this stuff. And you would always try to do something to them to see if they could get through what they were doing. <laughs> yeah. And the best one ever is if you had a lighter and you could light the copy, like the news, per- the news, yeah, the news person <laughs> has got the AP wire you just pulled off, and you just reach around and light the corner of it and see if he can get through the story as it's burning up to him. <laughs> that one, and of course, you, you know the the sad part. We really over the years together and separately, we worked with some really good, oh, yeah. professional people, and then you know, then there's yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Then, then there's us. And you yeah. make faces. They look over at you while they're doing the news or something. Think you just got yeah. a regular yeah. face on. You got something going wrong. Mm, Cross eyed. You know, I, I did stuff. With, <laughs> and then that that was the I actually mooned text while I was doing the show. Right in the middle yeah. of a live break. Of was course. it? It was Scott. You locked out of the control room. Oh, that right? was one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah we, that, that's one of my. Favorites. We were in a, doing a, a uh, working at a radio station, and the mid guy, midday guy would come on after me, after I you know just cranked up the mornings and got everybody set up, and, you know, <laughs> and so uh, he there was a bathroom right by the studio. And so he, he went into the bathroom. Well, I went into the studio and, first of all, kicked out the adult contemporary or the oldie that he was about to play. That was the format. And put in the live version of Dr. Love by Kiss and, uh, and had it in there because I knew he'd come in and he would just try to get something on the air. So he would hit that. So it have a, it, it, you know, the best pranks have a, have a hidden prank in it because he, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. he thinks locking him out of the studio is the only prank. He doesn't know there's a double one in there. There's another yeah. one. A delayed response. Yeah, so I one. so I locked the, the the studio door, of course, and then I go get my car, and I'm just I just I've got I've got the radio station on. <laughs> Scott Morgan, he comes out and he can't get in that door, and I hear the dead air just it's just rolling down, down, <laughs> down. Look, and, and, and then and then I hear the dead air, and just about the time he thinks he's saving, let's call out the junk. Like, like, and then you just hear you hear all the shuffling. He's trying. He's trying to get a drop on. And he's trying to find something else to play so fast. And I, I tell you what, gosh, I understand how Gary feels when he says, "I'd just soon not be in a treaty." Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, come on. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to uh, John in the great state of Missouri. John, go ahead. Hey, just want you guys to know I appreciate your testimony but you. uh, and how God changed your life. Thank and, you. Uh, Jesus says you're Savior. But, hey, you guys had uh, – you, you wasn't always saved, and uh, oh. just like I wasn't. But no. uh, we've all lived that nocturnal life at one point in time, so I'm trying to relate to this hog, this wild boar, and these panthers. You've been out all night. You've been chasing the herd all night. You've been rooting all night. And just about daylight, you get into bed. And then all of a sudden, all kinds of nine kinds of stuff breaks loose. You got crows going nuts. You've got trying to lay down, trying to sleep. You would have got up and run in the middle of the air. You wouldn't have cared if it was a panther or, or a crow or a blue lion. <laughs> he just trying to bust it up. Stop all this racket. Stop all this racket. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. So that's exactly why the boar. No, you're right. And took on the panther. So no, God you're... bless you guys. Have a great day. No, you're right. I remember when Greg Haystack Stewart, I, I watched him kill a rooster one morning. And you're, you're, you're exactly right. Uh, we continue. 
And it wasn't for chicken legs. No, it really wasn't. It was because it was the, the, the rooster had decided to, to get up before anybody was ready. Gunner out of Minnesota. Mm. Uh, Gunner, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, I'm, I'm wondering what's going on. Me and Glenda, after the uh, Outback Bowl, uh, we went into the woods. We go up, and we didn't have no contact with anybody. And we always come out on the fourth Friday here in April. And, hey, man, uh, why is there so many surgeons walking around? And, <laughs> and, and, and nobody wants to shake my hand. They keep running off looking at me funny. <laughs> and, I pl- and, I, and I played my Joe Diffie cassette, and everybody started crying. What <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, Gunner, you missed a lot. I mean, you've really yeah, missed a yeah, lot. Yeah. I, it just, I, it's too much to catch you up. Too no, much to catch you up on. Uh, we continue eight six six. We be big to Clyde in Jackson. Clyde, go ahead. Clyde. Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, hey, hey. For the love of all goodness, please send Henry the horse's head to Adler's house. So next time it hits on him, he can sit there and hold that baby girl. <laughs> oh, that's oh, got to happen. That's good. Mm. That's good. Done. Uh, we there, can, there he do the San Diego chicken. Uh, well, that, oh, man. Yeah, the little, the little fake. Uh, yeah, does, yeah, he, does Henry yeah. have a big enough mouth? I don't know. Uh, anonymous out of Georgia. Anonymous, go ahead. Yeah, guys, you know what? My family owns six restaurants over here. We will not be opening back up. You know, we sell soul food and everything. Income tax business is shut down. A lot of black people still dying over here in Georgia, and it's, it's getting worse. But anyway, I was hoping that maybe uh, y'all would uh, get Mr. Lucky back out there rapping around. Y'all, I, I need to rap, man. I need to make some money. You need to look. You can uh, you can some. You can take your video. Please help me. Help me. You can you can you can do the uh, the open up a restaurant and just just work yeah. the safety. Certainly you can. Uh, I, I guarantee that's some people want to come back and eat. Mm. You know. Do you curb yeah, service? You know, maybe he could get a job getting by call screeners. I don't know. It's, it's good. I've, never, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. I really, I really haven't. It's, I've never <laughs> seen anything like something it. Something else. It, we continue. Shannon. So, so I've turned to just looking at it as being impressive. Yeah, me too. I, yeah. I no longer am against it. <laughs> Shannon yeah. in Louisiana. Shannon, go ahead. Hey, I know why that hog attacked. How come? Because that was Puma. One of those panthers ate Timon. He was seeking revenge. Oh. Okay. Now he lost his Akuna Matata. Akuna <laughs> Matata. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we continue. Uh, let's go to James Murfreesboro, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Come on with it, Rick. James, James go ahead. Bro. Hey, way to, way to butcher it, brother. Thank Good you, morning, man. gentlemen. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. Blessed, blessed. Hey, uh, about 22, 23 years ago, I uh, was actually doing some deer scouting not too far from where I live, and uh, I saw a full-grown goat carcass uh, about 30 foot up in a forked tree. No way. And uh, – Yes way. And, uh, you know, to my knowledge, there ain't but one critter drags a kill up in a tree. And uh, ain't a bobcat in, that I've ever seen in the woods that uh, could, could drag a full-grown goat carcass up in a tree. So it wasn't any surprise to me. Hey, man, yeah. It wasn't any surprise to me to, uh, to hear, about, I think it was about a year and a half, two years ago, a FedEx driver had run over and killed a black panther uh, up around uh, Alexandria, Tennessee. So they they are a long way from Florida, but they're here. No, oh, no, yeah, no doubt. Oh well, we we've had them we've had them shot in uh, Kentucky and Georgia, run over in Tennessee. I mean, they're everywhere, but uh, not in Alabama, my friend. 
Hey, uh, you know, I, how about this? I was coming to Murfreesboro in May, and uh, they finally canceled the event. We'll move it to another day. But I was looking forward to coming your way. We had an event coming up about mid-May. Well, mm. you know, I, I miss y'all on the radio up here. I listen to you online. I listen used to listen to you out of Nashville all the time. Are y'all on a radio station that I can get around Murfreesboro? Or uh-uh. am, am I just out of the loop on that? Yeah, so you're y'all, out of the loop. Yeah, tune-in app uh, yeah, like you're doing will work. Yeah. And uh, and then of course YouTube, you know, when you're at home or whatever, you you got that option as well. And podcast archives, you can do that. We got a podcast uh, archive channel uh, and a weekly podcast. You can get that as well, no matter where you are. We'll come back. Uh, we'll take some more of your phone calls. Look at any stories we missed, and wrap up another hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Hi, everybody. This is Johnny Van Zandt of Leonard Spinner, and you're listening to Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number, and we'll uh, let you join us here momentarily. All right, so a couple of uh, items, things you need to know, uh, because for some of you, we're wrapping up our last segment with you for the week. Um, You have tomorrow uh, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. It'll be available to you when you rise for the weekend. Our guest, Glenn Beck. Uh, so we'll it's a good one, too, guys. You need to check that one out. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think you'll, you'll love it this weekend. And then if you're looking, uh, I know a lot of you doing church services and stuff online, uh, we'll do a man church service live from uh, my home church out of Birmingham, Alabama. And uh, you go to shades.org uh, slash live. We have that in show notes and on our social media. And you can watch a man church service. Jason Cook, uh, who is um, of uh, Fellowship Memphis, an incredible preacher and speaker. You'll love the message. Michael Adler will be leading a, a few songs of praise and worship for us, and then I'll be on there to give you some announcements and offer you up some virtual Bible studies that you can be involved in, including the one that we have here on Wednesday. And our very own Michael Helms will be facilitating uh, the curriculum from themanchurch.com, the pursuit curriculum, and any of you can join that anywhere around the country, and we'll tell you how to do that coming up uh, after the message this Sunday night. It will air uh, live at 6 o'clock Central, 7 o'clock Eastern Time, Sunday evening, shades.org-live. All right, Bubba, did you see where PETA, you know, these, they're asking Burger King New Zealand to reinvent itself as an all-vegan restaurant. So... New Zealand, I thought they were kind of rough down there. I thought that was... It's a uh, weird I mean, that doesn't sound like a good vegan place, does it? it? Its title says Burger. Right. Yeah, Greg. You know? Yeah. yeah. In this vegan burger, has anybody gone down this road? It's, <laughs> I don't consider that a burger. A burger is a burger. Maybe, maybe Burger King should just stay Burger King. And if they want to dive into the vegan market, maybe they can open another chain. I mean, like call it the Lettuce Head or something. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Yeah, well, that's, that's good. Lettuce Head. Why? Why <laughs> would they? Why are they focusing on New Zealand? Because I think that's they have their best hope there. Is is that? No, what's I, it? I think I think New Zealand's like a. I thought that was a rough. You know, we love our freedom area. I, we do, I do we do that, that funny be. tribal dance and all yeah. that? Well, they, yeah. they want them to do it post-pandemic, so I guess they've done some <clears throat> shutdown there. They said, um, as Burger King New Zealand has gone into, watch this word, because <laughs> uh, you know they're, they're not a, a constitutional republic there, into receivership during the cor- coronavirus worldwide outbreak, the animal rights drafted a letter and uh, they want Burger King, when they reopen, to take this opportunity to reinvent the chain as a revolutionary, all-vegan business focused solely, get ready for these words, on a kinder 
more environmentally friendly plant-based menu. Well, the only problem about that, Peter, is I think any Burger King that's about to reopen would like to make money. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, they, and, they better worry about uh, feeding the uh, the king mm-hmm. and, and getting everything back to normal before they branch out on it, something unproven that might not work. Well, this is what I call the the emotional left and, and the, under the heading just cause. <laughs> they, they, they love to do this just cause thing. Now, you want me to go all plant? Now, there, there's no market for this. And we don't think that we can make a living at it. Why would you want me to come back on a successful burger brand of meat and offer a vegan-only menu? Why? Well, just cost. <laughs> yeah, just cost. It'd be kinder. It'd be gentler. It'd be See? more environmentally friendly. Yeah, but but you well, know you Rick, know we can't stay all, in business, right? You know that they're all taking their cue from the socialists who have now decided we're not all going to die in this, right? And that there is going to be an end to it. And that before we get back to normal, it is our chance to storm the gate, do a 98, and change everything that we've wanted to change for the past 100 years that we couldn't get everybody to go along with. Oh, That's you're what this you're is. Right. Yeah, the, 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 and, and what do we always say? You give them an inch. We, we came out with the impossible whopper. We came out with the impossible whopper, and that wasn't enough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. No, everything. Now, it, let me ask you this. Is the impossible whopper, has it been a success for them? I'm it, not is sure. It? I mean, I don't know. I assume. No, it, but golly gee, know. guys, it's our friendly. It's a friendly, kinder <laughs> whopper. I was going to eat it, but it was impossible. Well, uh, golly right. gee. Yeah. Hey, so you oh, want. Oh, they're going to find out. How about this? this? I want my food tasty, you. not kinder. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, I don't care how kind it is. Greg, hello, little leftist. Now, what would you like to do? I wish you'd let your borders just be wide open. How come? I don't know. Just cause. It just Rick, seems you know, friendly. Yeah. You know there's some issues with that. I don't want to hear about that. Just cause. You, you know, also, we talked a little bit about Congress did pass the $483 billion new coronal, coronavirus bailout. And, uh, th- you know, this was what they're calling phase 3.5. This is yeah. the in-between uh, three and, f- and four. And uh, it passed the Senate, went to the House, and there was five people who voted against it. And that was AOC and a bunch of her commie buddies. And her reason for voting against it was that it was too small. Wasn't enough. Yep. Wasn't, not enough. Much never and enough. She, Why she didn't mean for the, <laughs> she, she didn't mean for the payroll protection. She... For some reason, they think that that is a corporate bailout when it's actually going to guarantee people's paychecks. I, I don't follow that. Mm-hmm. But she wanted more for hospitals, more for this, more for that. And this is this is not even the bill that was supposed to cover that. This is a compromise to get it done anyway. Well, but why can't, I just wish we'd give more. You know why? <laughs> yeah, you can give uh, more. Just cause. <laughs> just cause. Just o- cause. Open your wallet up and let's give more. How come we can't have phase 10? <laughs> you, you know what? And give, giving and to, more starts at home, I say. And to your point, and to your point, uh, sales of the Impossible Whopper were very underwhelming. Franchisee owners have said that the sl- sales have been slow. Burger King hoped that uh, sales would go up across the stores by 1.3%, just a 1.3% percent raise in uh once once they released it and it only went up by 0.6 percent so it was underwhelming well, the response look at, to the look at adler yeah. with all the numbers well, adler, well, but see that uh, makes perfect sense you need a whole menu that way because well that's the point yeah. that's the point you had one item you were testing this and you know when they tested it in a few markets they said oh this is this is gonna be big mm-hmm. it's gonna be big you know so they roll it out and it's a flop it doesn't even meet their their very minuscule goal of what one point three percent. Yeah, I mean that's nothing, and they can't even hit that. So it's a great idea to change your whole menu. 
That is the quick way to get to pay back your PPP loan real quick. Well, but just cause it'd be nice. It's friendlier. Uh, kinder food. It's yeah, kinder. kinder. It's kinder. a kinder, a crappy piece of food. But it's kinder. It tastes like crap, but it's kinder. Well, it goes back to this again. Who would have thought that a, a, a brand name built on serving meat products would have an underwhelming response to an all veggie product. Well, who would have thought that would happen? You know, I mean, think I, of all the marketing, Rick, for the last, I don't know how long they've been around. They've been around most of my lifetime, 50 plus years. Right. Burger King. Burger King. Yeah. Burger King of the burger. You know what? I, I turn it around. If you're a vegan restaurant that, and you're successful on your vegan audience, I bet a meat burger wouldn't go well there either. I bet. It's not your, it's not your customer base. Yeah, but it's kinder. <laughs> Simpler. Just come Thanks for being with us. If you leave us, have a good weekend. We'll all be back together, Lord willing, on Monday. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.